What's up, everybody? We're back again with another edition of Beers on the Gridiron. I am your host, Connor the Cat, with my co-host, as always, Tommy Timmies. Oh, thank God he took a little bit. Okay, because I had to get I my beer it. ready with the crack. I hey, how you doing, I way. saw it. I saw yeah. it. I was yeah, giving it a try. I to go with it. I, I, you know what? I always freaking do this, man. Like, I just cracked one open. Bam, like I'm kind of rushed to crack another one open, but you know what? Hey, who's the real winner here? I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I'm I'm double fisting too. You know what? I'm in that mood, I'm in that mood right now, too, as well. Hey, I was double fisting all last week, so like, yes, just continuously, absolutely staying on the train. Oh, yeah, by the way, and sorry, everybody, you know, we had a little uh engagement that we had. We had a best friend's wedding that we went to on uh on Thursday night, and you know, we had a rehearsal dinner on Wednesday, so we had a few things going on, stuff like that. So we figured it was best just to focus on that for our buddy and stuff like that, and uh, you know, just go with that and just take a week off. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know what? I miss doing this, man. I yeah, really did. Yeah. Of course. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm like this, by the way. And I'm starting live tweeting actually the last couple weeks during uh, football Sundays and Monday night. And by the way, everybody, I apologize in advance. Tomorrow night with the Eagles on, I'm like, I'm gonna be just spamming. Yeah. If you haven't checked out the live tweets, be sure to do so because there's great insight in all the games that are going on. And he's doing a little Tommy parlays right now. Parlays are good. I would throw mine out there, but you're bound to lose one of those, yeah. and it's going to be a shame. My so maybe I'll, maybe I'll throw one out after I go on a little bit of a win streak, which usually happens at some point in time. But I'm going to start. I'm going to start a little bit smaller than I've been doing. I always do seven or eight game parlays. Yeah. Um, player props, I'm usually okay with, which I might start getting back into. Better yeah, than me, man, because I missed horribly on Monday night. Yeah, but you you hit more than I do, so yeah, I try. I, I try. I, I, I did get three fifty paid out to me. I'll look yeah, that's 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 um, a from a from a money line parlay. I always do money line parlays because I feel like I have a good feel on how these games are going to go and stuff like that. I have a good feel for over unders, okay. but I haven't done an over under in a while. Okay, so maybe I'll maybe I'll. Maybe I'll do a little over-under parlay. I'm glad you mentioned that, by the way. I had a second parlay that I had, because I saw Green Bay get get behind against uh, Buffalo on Sunday night. And I saw a line, it was like Green Bay plus 14 and a half. And I was like, eh, you know what, I like you that. Should, you should I'm going to take it. Back, so I yeah. slapped it, but I also slapped the over. The game ended, well, the over was 44 and a half points. The game ended with a combined total of 44 points. So I just missed, and I was very upset with it. Very like, couldn't get a field goal. I know, there. couldn't do anything there. Make, make, it, make it a one-score game. And then here I am thinking I, it was 42. So I was like, okay, yeah. you know what, great. You know, I'm in, I'm in the driver's seat here. And I went on and did, checked it. Did Mason Crosby miss a field goal? That's a great question. I, I forget. No I don't know. No, I have no idea. But you know what? It's okay. We rebound. We rebound. That's what we do. Yeah, we bounce back. Um, I'll have a, I think I'll have a parlay up tomorrow. Um, I try to stay away for the most part with Eagles games because I don't like to put my money and my heart together in one thing. Um, but I get a few free bets every week with FanDuel and stuff like that with promotions and stuff. So, you know, shout out to FanDuel for yeah. that. So, I'm probably going to do a little something because, hey, you know what? It's not my money. It's theirs. That's true. So, I might as well throw it in there. So, I'll have something uh, come out tomorrow uh, with that and... You know what, let's get started. So on tap for today, we got uh, the trade deadline that happened yesterday. We're going to do a little bit of Giants-Eagles games recap. We're not going to recap every game because of the whole... Um, I did say on uh, the Twitter handle that this is going to be probably one of the most active free... Uh, not free. Trade deadlines in a long time one because of, the one NFL of the best is wide one, open. One of, one of the best trade... De- I think last year was good too. Yes. And we pointed that out. We said, I think this is the best 
trade deadline last year. Yep. Um, and this is, if not better, it's right up there with it. Like, yes. And thank God that like the NFL started waking up with this because all the other sports like have great like trade deadline is like a national holiday. Yes. Hockey, it's huge. Yep. Basketball, basketball, huge. Baseball, pretty big. Pretty big. Like. It's, it, it's literally like a national, like you're on Twitter, nonstop, refreshing, refreshing. NFL, for as long as I can remember, it's been just no, like, you, you don't even, but you don't, yeah. even, you don't even think about it because you're just like, oh, like, I, I think remember, I remember when it was the LaShawn McCoy, Kiko Alonso trade, oh. which was like that, but, but that trade was that like, happened, that happened in the off season. That was the off season. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 so, I mean, I'm even talking, not even trade deadline, I'm talking about trades in general. Like that trade was like a wow, a trade happened. I know. Like, like it's like it's like oh my god, like that was becoming a norm. It was it was a trade for like actually because usually like trades will be like oh here's a seventh rounder for your like fourth string cornerback. Yeah, like, for like that, a special teams gunner or something exactly. like that. You know what those I mean? are the yeah. those are the trades that you you normally 100%. see. But like now it's really starting to pick up and like thank God like this is fun like this is what it should be yeah, and yeah. like teams are taking advantage of getting better and. A lot of these trades too are good for both teams. Like Absolutely. a lot of them. There's one trade I think. You know what? And I'm glad you mentioned that too because the NFL, like, the NFL is kind of getting up to like you know par with like you know hockey and like, basketball and baseball even. But I think teams are still trying to feel out value. And they don't have it yet. They don't have it yet. And you're a big you're a big advocate for that because I I keep on like talking to you about trades and stuff like that. You're like I just don't get NFL trades. There's no way. market like. In the, for for instance, like the NHL, it's highest bidder. The, 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 the NHL is like the perfect example of like the market dictates everything. Like because the first domino to fall, like leading up to the trade deadline or at the trade deadline, that sets the market. Oh, you have a sixty-point guy that just went for a first-round pick, then oh, your seventy-point guy, he's gonna get a first and a second. Or a first and a roster player. Yeah, a first and like a prospect or something like that. It's always going to be like better than the last or less than because of said player who went for said amount. The NFL is just all over the place. It's all over the place. Like you could see one player who is worse than, like for example, like, and we'll get into all of these, but like, yeah. You look at Chase Claypool and Calvin Ridley, and and well, maybe a bad example because Calvin Ridley's deal is so the most complex thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. But like Calvin, and I know Calvin Ridley's out for a year, but like who cares? Yeah. Um, Cal, like Chase Claypool essentially went for more than Calvin Ridley. Did. Right. Like, there's no reasoning for that. Whatsoever. Honestly, I think this was, I, well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to keep it to myself because I was just about to give my little insight on that a little bit of what I think about it. So I'm just going to hold it. You know, I think that's probably the best. Yeah. So we'll start with, uh, you know, a little Giants-Eagles recap. Of course, I'm going to try and keep it short. I know you are too. Just a little bit of kind of what happened and what we like and dislike, all that kind of stuff. But we're going to go right into trade deadline stuff. So we're going to start with Eagles trade and we're going to start with Giants trade too as well. So... With that said, we will stop it here and we will continue. All right, so Connie, so Eagles-Giants first. So yeah. I'm going to go with the Eagles game first. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start first with the big injury in, during the game, and that was Jordan Davis. Um, high ankle sprain. How, okay, I was going to say, okay. how serious 
is this? Is this season ending? Do you no, think? Okay. he's on IR right now, so he's going to miss four the next games. four weeks uh, at a minimum. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit more than that because the size big of the boy, player, big boys right? like that, you don't want to mess with. Exactly. Him. I, look, you're in the playoffs. Have him back to the playoffs. And that's what they're going to do. And I think this doesn't hurt the Eagles a lot because I think we can get like production from a Marlon Tuipulatu or like a Milton Williams. Fletcher Cox is there. Javon Hargrave's there. Big depth. I don't want to say that he's not an impact player right. because he is, but he is not going to be the reason you win or lose these games. Right. Like he's not going to be right. that. Um, so just be, and, and that's a testament to how good the Eagles roster is. Like, it is. They're just good top to bottom. Right. So like if like your team, like the Rams, like an Aaron, Don- and I'm not comparing Jordan Davis to Aaron Donald, but like Aaron Donald goes out, you're in trouble. Is it weird that I don't think the Rams will win a game without him? Like if they lost. It's not weird. Like, I mean, I, and it could be true. Like they they could still like win, like they could still win games, but like the losses will be felt more like they'll win games where it's like they won, where it's like they might not have looked good in the process. And they're like, they, they get a win because, you know, maybe the team's bad or just like didn't have a good week, but like, their losses, I feel like, it'd be like, well, you know, if they had Aaron Donald there, could be a different story. Right. So, like, something like fair. that. But, like, with Jordan Davis, like, with, with the Eagles roster right now, it's just, like, it's so good that, like, you can afford to, like, you know, miss him because you have so many other players that can contribute or at least do, um, you know, a, a similar job to what he does or at least a floor-level job of mm-hmm. what he does. And, like, take your time. Take right. take your time with him because look like at this point when you're seven and zero with the team that you have the schedule that you have playoffs is all that matters 100%. all that matters like you're not the players or the coaches but everyone else like you're looking ahead and like, he'll be back to the important ones you know what I mean like you know they got the Texans on tomorrow night you know then they get eleven days they yeah. got the Commanders and I. I Commanders, you know, yeah. they, they should be able to, and they got them at home too. So, I mean, I mean, they are playing Taylor Heineke, so they are, man. And you know what? I think they're kind of feeding off. Well, when's this in our quarterback right now? Because you know, Commanders, what three straight wins, four straight wins, whatever it was, something like that. Or I think three, three, right? Because yeah, they, they won the first, they won the first game, yeah. They played, they won. Are they five and four? Or no, two? they're four, they're four and four. Okay, so Carson went two and four, so 10 is two and out, yeah. Okay. So, you know, they, they should be able to wrap that up. And you're going to have Jordan Davis back in time for the Cowboys game. I think this just sucks a little more just for him as a development. player. The development, 100%. Yeah. You know, um, he was getting better and better every week. And it was really fun to watch the growth every week. Yeah, but you know what, though? Like, what I think, like, long-term development, I, I'm not I'm, – I'm, I'm really not concerned, like, in the slightest. Like, for a player like that, like – maybe like immediate impact development. Sure. Because like there, there's development where you're like going through growing pains and then there's development where it's like, you're already good, but right. we want to see you get better. And that's where he is. So like, um, yeah, like maybe it hurts a little bit there, but like, I, I don't think it's going to be that big of an issue developmental wise. See, I don't especially, think so. Especially at that position. Absolutely. I, and I don't think so either. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Um, so I'll get to the game a little bit. Um, <laughs> this is the Jalen Hurts-AJ Brown game. 
Uh, Jalen Hurts. Which I loved, by the way. I know, man. Um, I was texting you during it. I was like, you know what? A.J. Brown, I think now for the words, I love Connor. Because Connor's got him on the Dynasty team, you said? I have uh, not our league, but I have Dynasty, and I have him in another league. Right. So I was just like – and I was at a golf tournament, and I'm just like – yeah. Like feeding them, like boys, boys. I'm like, AJ Brown, like second touchdown today. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we got to birdie this hole. And I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, uh, which was why I said it this on like the last, like, you know, pod somewhere, uh, somewhere in our archive, that if Jalen Hurts looks a lot like Russell Wilson out there to me, not this year's Russell Wilson, but like prime Russell Wilson. And if he turns into that, I am thrilled. And he has turned into that. He looks fantastic. Yeah. And, if you look at the Eagles 2020 draft, it's been terrible, um, you know, with Jalen Rager in the first round and just like, you know, Jalen Hurts in the second. But like if you circle in on Jalen Hurts being the franchise guy in that second round, I don't even who, care. Who cares? I don't care what the other picks were who because cares? what I'm getting right now is better than anything I could ever imagine. He looks fantastic and, um, from start to finish this season. And, and I tell you what, he's another guy. And I, I've said in the pod before, I've told Tom before, like I've always loved Jalen Hurts. Um and I, I mean, I didn't expect anything close to this, you but, know. I, I, but like, I always loved Jalen Hurts. He's the easiest guy to root for in the league. I was talking to my buddy, uh, Jason, you know, friend of the pod. He was on the pod uh, before and he brought up too, like, and he, he's a Giants fan like me. Um, he likes Jalen Hurts like me and he hates the Eagles like me. But he said, like we were talking last night, he was just like, he's like, you know, like, this Eagles team, like, you know, growing up, like, there were so many teams that you just were easy to hate. And he was just like, this team is just, like, so easy to, like, like and love and, like, you know, root for is a strong word. But, like, you know, not – I feel you. Put, like, put it this way. Put, like, put it this way. Like, the Eagles are playing the Cowboys. Again, apologies, Cowboys fans. Like, I'm rooting for like like I'm legitimately rooting for the Eagles to win because I just like like this team I can get behind like yeah they're, they're just one of those teams like yeah do I not want to see them win a Super Bowl absolutely I don't want to see them win a Super Bowl but if they do win a Super Bowl it hurts less right yeah. that, no that makes sense to me that that makes sense to me I yeah. can relate to that too as yeah. well I can't think of an example but I can relate to that yeah um, but Jalen Hurts great on the day nineteen of twenty eight two eighty five. Uh, four tutties, uh, his uh, best, I think his best game, I think, of his career. Um, he was unbelievable, 140 quarterback rating. Uh, Miles Sanders, again, continues to impress me, too, as well. Um, I know we were going over this before, too. I will retweet this from our Bears on the Gridiron handle on Twitter. Um, Miles Sanders just misses holes left and right. right. So that's kind of why he doesn't get a lot of you know carries. And then, honestly, they didn't need to run the ball this game. They were throwing all over the field. Um, with A.J. Brown and, you know, Dallas Goddard and everything. But uh, defense showed up to play. They gave Kenny Pickett fits. Um, they didn't get to him in the beginning part of the game, but they did, however, have six sacks on the game. Chauncey uh, Char- uh, Gardner-Johnson continues to just get better and better every week. You knew he was going to get it. Right. Game. He's got four picks on the year, and that's three straight games with a pick. How many interceptions do the Eagles have? Double uh, digits? That's a great question. Um, yeah, they, they probably double, double digits. I think digits. Slay has like four. Bradbury has like three. Yeah, Bradbury has three. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson has four because your white has only one. Or was that no. preseason? No, he tips them. He tips yeah, them okay. too, yeah. Um, and I think Avante Maddox has one yeah, too as yeah. well. I think they are in double digits, yeah. yes. Um, the turnover uh, differential, which is probably the biggest eye-opening stat in football that even tells you if you're a losing team or a winning team. The Eagles are, pro- are let me see, with – I think they're at plus 12 before this game. 
So they had what two picks, one pick, something like that. This game, I think they had one pick on Kenny Pickett. So they're at plus thirteen. That's fantastic. That, that's, that's best in the yeah. league by a wide margin. I think Dallas is second with like plus five or something like that. It's unbelievable. I don't know if that's going to be able to withstand. And it's so nice having linebackers that can play football, like TJ Edwards and Kaiser White. 12 tackles and 11 tackles, respectively, um, by the between the two. So you got like 23 tackles between the two of them. That's just fantastic. Um, Javon Hargrave, I mean, he hasn't really been talked about a lot, but – he came out to play against his former team with two sacks, and you know he actually forced a fumble. That's right. So the Eagles are at plus thirteen or plus fourteen because he forced a fumble on Kenny Pickett too as well. So nice to see that. Um, what else can I get into this game? I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because we got a lot of trade deadline stuff. So you know what? I'll just leave it at this. Eagles win 35-13. They look fantastic. Um, and Pittsburgh Steelers, while they're not really that good this year, but they don't get embarrassed like this unless they're facing the Bills and now the Eagles. Yeah. So that is something to harp your, you know, just, you know, like to think about going forward. So um, the Eagles don't have a strong schedule, you know, to the, the year. Neither do, like, the Cowboys, Giants. I mean, we all have, like, very easy schedules yeah. to start the year, which, which is which is great. I mean, you'll, you can only play who you line up against, right? So, you know what, 35-13. I thought I was going to be a little bit closer because regardless of the Steelers' record, they play very hard. I mean, you saw Chase Claypool in this game fighting for yards and, uh, like, yards after catch and everything, which the Eagles are going to see him again. Um, you know, a little spoiler. Uh, yeah. Trade to the Bears. But anyway, Connor, I will stop there. Let's go to the Giants. Yeah, so um, really not much to say about the Giants this week. I mean, it was the first loss in a while yeah. uh, for them. But, um, yeah, I mean, this game, I really don't have much to say. Um, it really came down to, you know, those turnovers by Richie James – uh, on the punter terms, I mean, defense showed up uh, when they had to. And every time there was looking like there was a momentum switch, um, they gave the momentum right back to Seattle. Yep. Uh, and Seattle capitalized. I mean, Gino, Gino played great. Um, Lockett played great, save for uh, a bad drop that he had that should have been a touchdown. Um, but, um, yeah, Kenneth Walker, also him. But for the most part, Giants defense looked good. Um, they were making good stops. Um, they're getting pressure, everything. But uh, offense just couldn't get it going today. Like, um, I, I thought that this was the worst. It's a tough place to play. It is, but, like, I, I don't use that as an excuse. Like, I uh, I thought that this was who I've been singing the praises for all year, and they deserve all the praise. Um, but I thought this was Kafka and Dable's worst game. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean – Put it this way, I think it was their only bad game this year. I agree um, with you 100%. Yeah. And that's great. Yeah. Eight weeks into the season. Exactly. Or, yeah, like, weeks, um, they seem to, like, because what they're so good at, what they've been great at, is adjusting their game plan throughout the game, especially in the second half. And I didn't see them really do that. Um, I think they continued to try to pound the rock um, and get it to Saquon um, more and more when it wasn't working, which, like, I'm not saying give up on it, but they kind of refuse to throw the ball downfield um, enough, which, like, when times like that happen, like, you got it. And I understand you want to get the run game going to open up that passing game. But sometimes when 
you're just getting stuff, stuff, stuff. Right. You got to get uh, more creative, which they have done. You know what I think it was, Connie? I think I think it was just the fact that the Giants don't have a very impressive wide receiver. They don't. And they, they don't. It caught up with them. In this they game, they they you know? don't. But like Seahawks are looking at film. They're getting paid just like the Giants players are. So they're like, okay, we got to do this because these guys they're not going to be able to do anything. They don't. But the thing is, like, and they missed Daniel Bellinger this they, game. They definitely, yeah. definitely missed him. But I mean, like, they've experienced like bad drops from their receivers. Um, you know, across the like, you know, across the games this year, but like this one wasn't really one of those because they didn't really give themselves an opportunity. And like, I I'm okay with the loss, but um, I guess I've grown accustomed to seeing um, you know, more creativity down the down the stretch from these guys that I didn't really see in this game. And you know, and again, I like not that I'm worried or not that like. It's a sign or anything like that. It just it was one of those games where they just didn't they didn't really have the magic today. And I get like that you know it gets deflated when you have two punt return fumbles. Oh, dude, where you're kills, getting, you're getting it. not only you're getting the ball back, but in giving up those fumbles, you're giving up prime field position right. to the opposition, where they capitalized on both of those. And you know the 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 score was a two score game, and they scored on both of those right. touchdowns. And that's pretty much the difference. And I mean, I'm not going to say that the Giants definitely would have won had, um, you know, they hadn't had those fumbles, but it definitely would have been a much closer game and a much more interesting game. But I really think that that like deflated everything. 100%. It happens, but like, look, yeah, the team's six and two going into the bye. They're going to get some healthy. They're also without a lot of guys on both sides of the football they're going to get some guys back after the bye, which will be big. Um, and they go in, you know, playing Houston at home. So, I yeah. mean, they're, they're in good good shape. But, yeah, not really not much to dissect on this game. Um, you know, really what I noticed um, was more on Seattle's side. Like, I thought Geno played a really good game. Uh, I thought Lockett played a really good game except for he had one really bad drop. He rebounded, um, yeah. But he, re- he rebounded, I think, a few plays later or a drive later with a touchdown. Um, and uh, and Kenneth Walker continues to really impress me, yeah. which, like, I've known because as a Michigan fan, I saw him at Michigan State and he torched us. Um, and I knew the talent that he had, and he really showed up. But uh, – but, yeah, I mean, really outside of that, there's nothing really out there. I mean, the one guy that really impressed me for the Giants was Dory Jackson, who yeah. continues to – I mean, he's playing out of football. He's like week level. after week. He yeah. just – like you, you, It's like any any comfortability you can have watching your team. Like, you have those players that you know are going to come out there that are going to play a Dory Jackson's yeah. that guy. And, and, and the crazy thing is, like, I always liked Dory Jackson. I always thought that he'd be a good addition to the team. But he's turned into a great addition to the yes. team. Like, he's legitimately – a lot of people were – you know, curious, like, oh, like, you know, is he, can he be a CB1? And I was one of those guys, and he has proven that not only can he be a CB1, he can be a good CB1. He's playing at a Pro Bowl level. Um, can't say anything more about that guy showing up, but also staying on the field. Yes. Like, his big thing over the years was injuries. Right. Knock on wood. Absolutely. But, um, you know, he's been, he's been staying on the field and making plays. He had a great play, a strip fumble. Um, at like the Seattle's two yard line that set up a Giants touchdown, right. which was a huge momentum shift. And you know, unfortunately, they couldn't capitalize throughout the rest of the game because they had fumbles of their own. But right, right. you know what? It happens. Uh, we move on. You know, get the bye week. Get you know, 
refreshed, get some bodies back, and and we'll move past it. Awesome. I love I love that. I do. Um, bet you're, I bet, I bet you're happy when the Giants lose because I keep my uh, my analysis very very short. No, no, not really. Um, I, I kind of like I like I like your energy when the Giants do win, and you have a lot to talk about. But normally we would. I think we both have to say a little more. But it's NFL trade deadline. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, so. that that, and I feel like I would have more to say if there was more really going on right. in the game because this game was really just like, hey, it was kind of a defensive battle. And then the Giants had those two fumbles. Seattle capitalized. Yeah. End of story. Absolutely. Like, there's really not much else to say. Yeah, I know. It was really close there in the end and like, the fourth quarter. And then Seattle kind of yeah. just had a few plays go their way. And yeah. that, sometimes it happens. You know Both I mean? defenses showed up. Um, yes. Seattle, like, being a pretty bad run defense, they played good. Yeah, they did. Got to give them credit. Yep, absolutely. Um, okay, so – there you go. We'll end there. And then we'll we'll go into the NFL trade deadline. What I want to start with, I want to start with the Giants trade first. Um, and I want to give my thoughts about it first. And then you can go, we'll do the Eagles trade next. And you yeah. give your thoughts about it and then all that kind of yeah, stuff. Okay. I like it. All right. Let's take a second. All right. So let's go with our NFL trade deadline. Again, I want to start with the Giants, Connor. But first, I want to start with something else. Congratulations, by the way. Oh, thank my you. My buddy Connor thank and his wonderful girlfriend, Caitlin, uh, just closed on a house. So big, big. Uh, life move there, so I'm really like happy for you guys, and I can't wait to see the place. And you moved to a great area over here in New Jersey, and uh, no, couldn't be any happy for you guys. Yeah, and I exciting. was gonna say in our introduction, I totally freaking forgot. And hold on, I'm just gonna stop talking because I didn't take a sip of cheers. And there it goes. So just want to get that, you know, get that going right there, because like, you know, congratulations to awesome move. Yeah, awesome. it's exciting. Um, but yeah, what everyone tells you about like not buying a house is is totally true. Don't don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you, but yeah. we all got to make that move and stuff like that, and Eventually, yeah. I, I can't wait to see how you uh, decorate the place and all Giants memorabilia. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fun. <laughs> We're going to have a fun little den down there, a yeah. little, uh, little game room. Yeah, and Caitlin, nice. if you hear this, uh, the house Sorry. is going to be all in football yeah. stuff. That's just what's going to happen. Sorry. Right? A few Knicks and you know, Ranger stuff mixed hey. in, you know, all that kind hey. of stuff. But, yeah, I can't wait to see the place. Really happy for you guys. Um, okay, so let's go into the Giants trade first. So Giants traded uh, Kadarius Tony to the Kansas City Chiefs for – let me see, what was it? It was a 2023 third-round pick and a 2023 sixth-round pick. And I'm just going to go ahead and give my grade really quick. I don't know how you give this trade anything other than an A for the Giants. Okay. And this is because he didn't do anything. Sure. I mean, he had one good game in his, in his what, two-year career? Yep. And then he's just sidelined by hamstring injuries, yep. and then suddenly, boom, all of a sudden he's healthy. Yep. And you know what? It's just like a player – like, I get it. He was a former first-round pick, and you expect to get – I don't I don't know what you expected to get. I actually didn't expect I, I, the Giants well, to get this, the, honestly. An NFL executive uh, told – can't remember who, but some Giants beat writer, media Was figure. it your favorite, Pat Leonard? No. No. <laughs> Um, but uh, told him he's like uh, I don't see anything more than a fifth. So I would and and frankly, I didn't either. Like I didn't yeah. think, I didn't expect him to get traded for that reason. Right. Because it's like, well, what's the point in trading him for a fifth? People. A third and a sixth. So like, I mean, I'm just gonna give you my grade. Right now. Sure. I, I give it a B. Okay. Um, but like. The B is mainly – it's not in terms of the return. It's just like, uh, you know, it's just one of those circumstances where it's like uh, I can't really give it like an A. Definitely not worse than a B, but I can't really give it an A because it's just like it just feels very it, – it, for me, it feels very fair. 
for for both for both teams. Okay. Where it's just like, like, like it's like, like yeah, like uh, almost like not expect like because I mean I guess you're expecting less, but like it like an expected where it's like I'm not like oh my god they fleece them. That's where I'd be like oh a plus. I'm like I give it a B for both teams. Fair. Like. Uh, and you know it could have huge dividends Chiefs, for the Chiefs. I, I'm I'm there with like a C, C minus. Really? Absolutely. Because like I'm not. Well, I actually, you know what? Let me let me let me rephrase. I mean, I you know what? I'll stick with it. I'll stick I with I, I think the Chiefs C, C, C plus. I think I'll, I'll, this is exactly the type of uh, move that the Chiefs should make, and I also think that they should not care about. A third round, definitely not a sixth rounder, but a third rounder. You couldn't get another receiver somewhere else who sure. kind of was like a proof, like who proved himself more. But you might have to give up more. I don't know, but you might have to yeah, give up more. You have that but at the same time, cares? that's the thing. And you know? at the same time, it's like, I don't know, you know, who knows how this works, but if, if anyone's going to make him fit, it's Andy. And yeah, like, yeah, they. They don't have like Travis Kelsey is the guy there. There's no one else that's the guy. There's guys that make plays. They're like Juju can make plays. I've been I've Stanley been severely impressed by Michael Hardman, Hardman, who I was yeah. ready to close the door on. Me too. Because I was like, he is a one trick pony, mm-hmm. and that's it. He's been having his best year so far. But even still, though, limited. Yes. All, all those guys can give you something that can give you good games. I mean, Juju's had a couple of good games. Yes. Scanling's had a couple of good games. Yeah. Like, but, like – They're doing their part, you know? But, look, it's the – like, when you – like, these are the type of moves that elite teams do. And, like, usually elite teams will give up first and seconds for guys who are progressive. If you can give up a third and just bank on talent and be like, hey, like, this – could because, again, Kadarius Tony at his best – could help this team win another Super Bowl. Maybe a Super Bowl after that. Who knows? At his worst, he doesn't play. Okay, you gave him a third rounder. Like you got to eat it. it. Sucks, but as it's the, the way that and you still get first and second, but the way the team is constructed, you're good. You're yeah. good for like you are. You're building a dynasty. I mean, right. you're already like somewhat there. As I a feel dynasty. like you have like you have just another slot to fit in. You know what I mean? Like another slot receiver just to fit in. Yeah, but the thing is, like, Tony can do, like, you can put him outside. Like, you like you can, and I'm sure Andy will, but you can do so many things. Like, I know we didn't get to really see it as a Giants, like, like you know, from the sucks. Giants. But, that like, sucks. I know from watching him and also, like, in practice and, like, all these different things, like, I know that he can line up all over the place and you can do a lot of different things yeah. with him. And I think that a lot of, like, their intermediary plays, like, that's really going to benefit not only him, but the other receivers, too, where they can have Scantling and Juju go on, like, go routes more. And it's going to open things up so much more. I really think that Tony – because I said Tony, when he was coming out, I'm like, he reminds me – he's like a Percy Harvin, but he has a little – of Tyreek outside of the deep threat. He's like a Tyreek when he's in the slant. And I'm like, they could play to that, like yeah. with him. Like, cause again, Mikol's not that guy. He's not that no, guy on the slant. No, he's not. Uh Juju isn't that guy. Um Scantling isn't that guy. Skymore could be that guy, but you know, 
yet to be seen. He's so gone. that could be, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, you're, you're yeah, there yeah. with me too. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, yeah. I'm, I'm not worried. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, okay, like, what you're 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 going for a Super Bowl this year, so like, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, it's, it's you and the Bills and everybody else. Yeah, so I think I think it was a good trade for both teams. Yeah, um, Giants get value where on a guy that wasn't playing. Um, obviously, had a ton of talent, but just. Wasn't playing. New regime came in. Like you'd think that he would fit perfectly in Dable's system, but like couldn't get healthy. And oh, now all of a sudden he's healthy. I know, yeah. and and that's another thing where I'm like, I don't know. What so there, that's there's got to be underlying shit. Shane there. said, but like Shane said that he was supposed to practice on Thursday. So I, it's very confusing, but like I'm not looking into the it. Thursday I'm, when he got traded because he got traded on what Kevin's wedding day, right? Which is Thursday. Yeah, the Thursday that he got traded. Uh, right. Yeah, the Thursday that he got traded. Because I remember Quinn got traded. He, was, the supposed, he was supposed to. He was supposed to play okay. or, or uh, practice, but like I don't. But like I don't care. I, yeah, I, I'm I not. Care I'm either. not. I'm not looking into it. I'm like, no. look, you know. And if he performs well over there, who cares? Like you know. Oh, like, I, I, I. He wasn't doing anything for you. I. I, I have no like. Like I hope I he performs either. well, yeah. and like, like good on him. And you know, Giants got with there because I mean, it, yeah, it would have been great if he played, and you know, could you know showcase his talent. We had a receiver there, but like, the Giants are really, even though they're they're not building from the ground up, they're building like, they're building from like the first floor, right. the second floor. Like so, I'm like. I, I, I don't care at this point. Like, I really don't I care. I'm like, either. I'm all about I'm right there with Shane getting his guy, Shane and Dave will getting their guys. Yeah. They want there to fit. Like, just collect those picks, and those picks are going to be exactly. used to probably get a Lamar Jackson, you know? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's my, that's my big crystal ball thing for this offseason. Listen, I'm telling you. You, know, you know, I'm all about it, but like, I just don't see it. Happening. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So let's get into the uh, Eagles trade. Um, so you want to do uh, my view first? Do you want to do your view? Want to do, I'll do my view first? So. Okay. I give this trade an A oh, for okay. the Eagles. Um, I think it's a great trade for a bunch of reasons, and I'll let you I'll let you get into the financial part okay. uh, about it, which is definitely one of the reasons why I give it an A. But uh, Derek Barnett got hurt early on, and the Eagles weren't lacking in pass rushing, but a lot of their defense is focused on having that like full frontal attack like yes. they just have so many guys that can bring it and that is kind of like the identity of that that front part of the defense and you want to keep that keep that going and you wanted to add the, it was you know that everyone knew the eagles wanted to add another pass rusher yeah and the thing which i love about this is robert quinn who's having Another career year. He, he still he still plays good. You know, he, he's almost. I think he's almost played better, like in the last couple of years than he did before. Which yeah. I mean, well, I mean, the like probably one of the quietest eighteen sack seasons. Really, seriously, yeah. seriously. Like nobody talks about. The dude does it, and you got him for a fourth round pick. Yes. Um. So you're not because like a team like I said with the with the Chiefs and you know some of these other like for instance the Rams. Offered and the Rams said this the last couple of years, but the Rams offered two firsts for Brian Burns. Like they're like, hey, we're in win now. We don't care about picks. We're going all in and we're getting our guys. And I'm good with that. Like I, I'm I'm good with that because it got them a Super Bowl. And like when teams are at that stage, do it. Like right. I, I, I all about it. Like yeah. But when you don't have to, 
and you're not sacrificing value and you can still build the roster to be because here's the thing the chiefs the way they've constructed their team i know they've only won one super bowl um in the patty mahomes era but they've been to two they've been to countless afc championship games and they're still early on in the patty mahomes era they're I, I'm not going to say dynasty, but they're they're built to be a dynasty. They are. I agree with you. The Bills are like a step below them, but are also building to be a dynasty. Um, and really, the, those are the only teams I would say right now that are at that level. Um, the Eagles are a really good team and have a really good roster. They're not at that built to be a dynasty level yet. No. Moves like this allow them to have, you know, another draft with these picks. And, you know, they have the, the Saints pick. Yeah. Free agent. This allows them to take that step because, like, maybe next year, regardless of what happens this year, which, you know, I think they're going to go far, they're going to be positioned to be like a team where it's like, like Chiefs are like, hey, we're in that position now where it's like we're built to be because we can roll over. And also, like, teams like over. that, I'm glad you mentioned that because, like, free agents and all that kind of stuff. They're going to be taking less money to go there, you know. And the Eagles are right there. They're like, "Hey, they're having fun. They're having a good time. They're winning. It's a winning culture. I want to be there." And and the thing is too, it's like when you because like I have faith in Howie in the draft. When you already get your big fish in free agency that work, AJ Brown, James, James Bradbury, Hassan Reddick, guys like that. He's been a monster, by the way. I, I know I haven't said it enough, but Hassan Reddick's been amazing. He's been great. He's been amazing. But like when you build that early on. And then you can build in the draft, like where you have countless rookie deals and stuff like that. Is the, the best part about free agency is when you don't need to spend on big fish. Right. When you need to spend on like medium level fish, you know what helps smaller do? fish to solidify the roster. Right. And that's where the Eagles are going to be. You know what year. helps even more than that, Connor? Is having a twenty-three year old franchise quarterback. Exactly. You know, I mean, well, that that is the. Right, the quintessential. That's where you want to be. That's the quintessential like part of it. But like, when you're at that point where I'm like, "Hey, free agency," like, oh, like all these you know big name guys are available. Well, we don't need them. We need these medium guys that you pay seven mil a year. Hey, Twenty seventeen, Chris like, Long, Patrick it, Robinson, it, exactly that. Alshon like, Jeffrey, exactly like that. that. Guys like that to solidify the roster that are really good and solid, but they're not like these big names because. You already have the big names that you need. Right. Everyone else, you don't need the big names. Absolutely. That's what creates this dynasty and rollover, like the Chiefs are doing, where it's like they have these guys and then they build. They build on top of it. Right. They have these guys come in. They don't they don't make big splashes. They no, make they maybe one one every two years, they make a big name splash, and then they keep drafting well. Mm -hmm. They bring in core core guys, like you know, solid guys. And they keep building, and that's what keeps the dynasty going. Right. That that's literally what it does, right there. Absolutely. So I, I love that. I love that insight. Yeah. That's, so that's perfect. So I think the Eagles are like there, and that's what a move like this does is because, to be honest, you're getting the same production with Robert Quinn that you're getting with Brian Burns, Bradley Chubb, whatever. Like I know longevity, sure. Like you know, young guys, right. whatever. You could be a longer piece of team, but guess what? You can draft. You can draft like next year, Miles Murphy. Yeah. Like I mean, Will Anderson. Who's the one pass rusher from Will, Alabama? Will Anderson. Will but Anderson. he's out. Of, he's going to be out of the question for you. Hey, you um, don't know. Saints could really, you know. I don't know. You're right. I don't know, but I would. 
I would assume he's out, but like I still I'm still not quitting on the Saints winning that division. Okay, I am. But, <laughs> um, but like even still, like but like Miles Murphy, Brian Barisi, like there's other guys, the dude from Notre Dame, there's other guys there. I'm like, you can get like and yeah, they might not have the appeal of Bradley Chubb coming out. Uh I mean Miles Murphy's He's pretty freaking good. Pretty good. He's pretty good. Yeah, he he's he's really good. I mean, I he he's more like Miles Murphy is kind of like the Brian Burns coming out, where he's like he's really good. Maybe he's not the best pass rusher in the class, but he's really good. And you can, can work on premier, it, and he could be a premier yeah. pass rusher. Um, because like Brian Burns went like twentieth or something like that. Yes, like, he did. Um, but uh, like you can get those guys, and then you have like. The Eagles are just – they're doing what smart football teams do. Yeah, it's its an honestly why – I even said this to you, like, probably off-air. I don't know if I was on air at the time. But this is probably one of the better Eagles teams I think I've actually witnessed in my entire lifetime. Um, but I'll go ahead and get my grade on this. I'm going to give this a B plus. Okay. And, and one more thing I have yeah, to say. Yeah. I – for the reasons I just said, I like this move more than I'd like a move for Brian Burns or Bradley Chubb. Really? I do. And that doesn't mean that if they got Brian Burns or Bradley Chubb that they wouldn't be in better position because they could be. Because really, in the NFL, like, you win – a Super Bowl lasts a lifetime. Like, you win one Super Bowl. Like, it's not like other sports where you want to build for, like, as many as you can win, which, I mean, obviously that's that's the plan in football. But, like, one of them, you know, one of them's, like, job done. Like, we got yeah. it. Um, so I, I, I get that, but that's also like why I like the Robert Quinn move. And also like it allows you to get these guys on rookie deals. You're saving money because Brian Burns and Bradley Chubb, you're going to have to give. I know, but like my mentality here. behind that is in free agency this year, you're losing Graham. It's not wrong. You're losing Cox. You're losing Hargrave. It's not wrong. So you can, you can trade those assets. You can get like a Brian Burns. You build. It's it's not wrong to have that you mentality. Have him, and then you have him tanning with um, players like Noah Williams, um, uh, Jordan Davis, Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat. I, and, and again, I'm, and saying, I'm, do, saying, I'm saying they're both right. Yeah, like I'm saying fair. like th- that's not a wrong mentality. Right. It's like that can be just as good, but like th- like going it's like you're taking two different like rat like good ra- like you can take just like parallel like you can veer off to the left, veer off to the right or you can like fork in the road, go left or right, but right. you're still going straight. That's what either of these moves would have been. Like you're going left or right straight, you can take my mentality here, you can take your mentality and most likely you still end up with a very good team. And you still up, end up with hopefully a Super Bowl, but where I'm saying is like you can you allow yourself to build more and scout and draft the players that you really want versus like you get a really good player but you give up assets for and he really and you're gonna have to pay and he really needs to live up to that expectation right, right, right. where okay. like you can keep building and like you have more time. I feel like you have more time with the Robert Quinn. Trade not because of Robert Quinn, but because of the assets you retain. Fair, fair. So like, but I, but I'm not saying like either way it, it could be a fucking yeah. But I like why you said that. Both mentalities are right. So I'm gonna give this a B plus for the Eagles at this time. Um, this has like a feel of, of he's gonna make a play or like plays down the road where I'm gonna be like, okay, should have gave this an A, you know. <laughs> yeah. But he's a he's a premier pass rusher in the league and. 
the Chicago Bears are paying pretty much all of the salary. The Eagles are only paying veteran minimum, which is uh, one, $1, Um So let me put this in perspective for you. And I love how I pointed this out to you. Uh, so we got the Eagles cap space right now is about $9 million and 400000 something like that. So you minus like $1 million, the $120, you are at eight three, whatever it is. So you roll that into next year, right? You know, give or take maybe a practice squad guy or like a free agent signing later on down the road. Who knows? I don't know what could happen. You you, you raffle off maybe five hundred thousand here and there, but AJ Brown's cap hit next year is eight three. So that is exactly the amount of money that they have to roll over next year. So this is this is pretty much paying for like AJ Brown next year, which is which is just fantastic. I don't know if that's the wrong mentality to have, but hey, whatever. Uh, Robert Quinn definitely does feel a void. Um, I think it is so hard, and it's not its not like, you know, the Eagles want a wide receiver or anything like that. It's so hard to trade for offensive players, um, like, a, like a wide receiver and get them acclimated and, like, you know, you go throughout the, the system, season. Yeah. You got to learn the system. You got to learn where you got to be, route-wise, all that kind of stuff, signals and all that, all that stuff. I think it's much easier to, like, you know, acclimate a pass rusher like Robert Quinn to a system than it would be for, like, I was just said, like a wide receiver or something like that. So, um, he is a premier pass rusher still at the age of 31, 32, whatever he may be. Um, and the Eagles and him have, and Robert Quinn had an agreement to uh, avoid the last two years of his deal. So he's going to be in free agent at the end of this year too as well, which is fine. I mean, you know, if the Eagles decide to sign him back, which I don't think they will. They, but, like, but how many situations have we seen where they go – like, let's just say if the Eagles win a Super Bowl, right? I'm sure that Robert Quinn would be like, I have interest in coming back. I don't think if, so. Even if, but even if they don't, well, but okay, I'm not saying that he will. I'm Fair. just saying that, like, I'm sure he'd be like, hey, you know what? I'm at sort of like the tail end of my career. Like, okay. why don't I add to my legacy and like be revered and all this stuff? Like, because that's what some of these guys want, especially when he's been playing on bad teams for yes, a lot of his career. Even actually, when he was with the Rams, when he was with the Rams. They weren't good. That's a good point because at his press conference, actually, which, by the way, he handled with, like, absolute class. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, how are you going to feel in a scenario – or I forget how the question was mentioned or something like that, uh, where you're actually you're playing feeling. ahead and stuff like that, yeah. like where you can just tee off on the quarterback. And he's like, I don't know. I'll let you know. Yeah. And that spoke volumes because he's never been he's in that ne- situation He's never before. been on really a good team. The Rams yeah. years, they weren't really that good. Yeah. Uh, the one year with the Cowboys, not like not good. Um, you know, Bears, like whatever. Yeah. But like, even if they don't win the Super Bowl, they're going to get close. Where he might be like, man, I'm really chasing that ring. Yeah. Um. So he, he might come back. But like, if he doesn't, okay, you're okay. You're, you're going for it this year. He's going to get paid in the offseason, and brother, probably the Eagles are going to get a compensatory pick for like the fourth, the third, sure. round, whatever it may you be. Get that pick back. Exactly. Yeah. It's fine. It, it's all. But that's what I'm saying. All around. Good deal on the Eagles part. I'm with it. I'm with it. And, 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 oh, sorry. And, oh, I was going to say, and like, fine with it on the Bears part too. Like, get your picks, but I'll get more into the Bears. Yeah, actually, I'm glad you said that too because I'm I am in alphabetical order on CBS.com because, uh, just whatever reason. Um, <laughs> I'm not. Right. So we are going to go uh, to the first trade, actually, like the couple days right before the deadline. Yeah. Yeah. And that is Roquan Smith going to the Ravens for a 2023 second round pick and a 2023 fifth round pick and, and AJ, AJ Klein. Klein. So cool. Who was a giant for about five minutes this yeah. year. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, 
And this screams like Ravens what, trade, I mean, like, dude. I'm like, like, oh, the it? Ravens traded for Roquan Smith. Who would have thought? I know, dude. It just makes so much sense. Ravens like, get a linebacker. I've actually, you know what? While I work at home, I've grown to like the show Undisputed, like you do too as well. And you know what? Skip Bayless was talking about this. He goes, it feels like Roquan Smith belonged in a purple uniform. Oh. And I, I couldn't agree with it more. First like, off, if you are a, a good linebacker, you deserve to wear that that purple. Absolutely. Like, you, you really do. do. And this is like a perfect scenario for Roquan Smith to fall into because Patrick Queen has been very underwhelming this very. year. He hasn't been great. And you get Roquan Smith to plug in there and get some snaps and get a lot of snaps actually once he gets acclimated. And I'm really excited to see what he does. And and so, like, I, before I even get into, like, Roquan, I'm like, I, I've said on the last couple pods, I think the Ravens are the – like it, it's it's so hard to dissect, but like they're like the best, not like best worst team, but they're like the best team that is like just get like we we said last week. I'm like they should be undefeated right now. Yes, great. they should have beat the Bills. Should they should have beat the Dolphins? Should've. Oh my god, they should have beat the Giants. Was, that game was maddening for me. And like you know, to be honest with you, I don't give a shit about the Ravens. Like yeah. you know what, I, I I like them. I think they're a great team. They have a great culture. Great like every year. Love John Harbaugh, yeah. but if they lose, I'm like, okay, whatever. They lost. Yeah. But when they're losing in that frustrating fashion, I freaking can't stand. Because you know they have the ability to win. They should win, and they have the ability to win. But like they've been, they've kind of lost their identity on the defense a little bit, and now they get. I'm gonna say arguably the best linebacker in football. Um, I think so too. Like, I'm right I, there with I, you. Like, let's just say, but, but when I say arguably, like, okay, if you want to say he's second, third, fourth, third, like, who cares? Who, I don't even know. Like, think about the league. I don't know who you put in the same like. But who, but who even cares? Like, I know, he's yeah. that good. Like, um, you got the best player on another team. So yes, agreed. But they're also looking at like, hey, Tyus Bauer, Bowser, coming back. David Ajabo coming back. Like. We're gonna like, we, yeah, we've had that. They're looking at like the Cleveland Bengals game, like, oh, that's cute. We had like, we had that <laughs> underwhelming start where you know where we we should have won some games that we lost, and that stinks and all. But like, that like this type of move is like, oh, y'all must have forgot. Yeah. Like I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, don't like you might you might have thought that like, oh, we lost, we we blew the lead to the Dolphins. Um, we blew the lead to the Bills and then made the decision at the end, and then we lost to the Giants. Yeah. Like that, like, oh, we're, you know, middling team. Like, no, 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 no. Like, we're still here and Absolutely. we're still a Super Bowl. Like, contender. oh, yeah, that defense was underwhelming to start the year. Watch this. Watch Roquan. Watch get this. all those guys. Watch like, this. Watch Tyus Bowser. Yeah. Roquan you're not Smith, only getting David Ajabo added to that, right? Line. And you're not only getting a top of like the NFL and like inside linebackers. You're getting like a pass fuel rusher, pass rusher, yeah. cover every. Yeah. He is the most complete linebacker. Absolutely, in the league. absolutely. And just everyone leader. loves yeah. him in the locker room. He's just like he's a, like what I said. I, I, wonder can't, what, I can't think of another name. Field general. And I wonder what happened the last time they had a field general in the linebacker position, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. Like I, I'm Perfect. telling you, I'm telling you, put the league on notice for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, they it's are weird that we're talking about this about a linebacker, but Roquan is that type of he's guy. That, but that's what I'm saying. When you're guy. that type of guy, because yeah. like the linebackers are the running backs of the defense, where like obviously like like you know they're replaceable and like almost like it's like, like you're gonna have kind of everyone everyone can do the the spot role. 
when you have the best of the best, yeah. when you have the Nick Chubbs, he's the Nick Chubb of linebackers. Agreed. He's I Nick do. Chubb of linebackers. That is perfect. Couldn't, couldn't agree he more. He changes the outlook of the game. Yes, he does. He when does. you have other running backs who are like, yeah, they do their job, they, you know, they do it, but like, you know, it, it's not really affecting the game so, so much. Yes. But then when you have the best of the best, where it's like, hey, you're literally dictating yes. wins and losses mm-hmm. here and the success of our offense yeah. or defense, that's what Roquan's He is so do. smart. He gets defensive schemes and, like, calls and everything. He's going to have no problem. Getting acclimated to that defense. He's such been, a such a Ravens move. It really is, dude. It makes so much sense. And like let, let's be real. They give up a second rounder. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care at all. I don't care. What else they give up? A fifth rounder too? Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, look, God forbid AJ Klein. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who's also a linebacker. Yeah, so, didn't they okay. get a pick didn't they get a pick back or something like that? I don't see why. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the Bradley Chubb deal. Which we will get into, uh, you know, within the, the next few minutes here. All right, so that was a few minutes. It probably doesn't feel like it right now because we're just going into another segment. It's a transition. Absolutely, a little transition. So let's jump into, like, deals around the league, which I cannot wait for. All right, so we got the first trade on board, again, going alphabetically ordered. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, second trade on the board, going alphabetically ordered, is the Broncos trade Bradley Chubb and a 2025th uh, fifth-round pick to the Dolphins in exchange for – a 2023 first-round pick, 2024 fourth-round pick, and Chase Edmonds, who seemed to never fit in that offense. Yeah. So, you know what? I was hoping this deal was never going to happen because I really wanted the Eagles to get him at some point, whether it was at the trade deadline or, like, the Broncos hold on to him and then we can get him in the offseason or something like that where the Broncos realize that they aren't good, which they probably do already, but, like, even more so. Uh, but I give this a... Just smack dab a both the teams, Dolphins. Both teams. Both teams. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you get another first rounder for the Broncos. You know, you're going to need to build because any you, player that you can trade and get a first round pick yeah. for. This screen, we gave too much for Russ. We need to get some picks back. 100%. Yeah, that's like, what this game's it, 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 it screams to me that, like, hey, in case this doesn't end up like working out and get going, yeah. which I'm sure they still probably have, like, some faith in which is reasonable right after you know russ's career and everything absolutely and depending on if you fired nathaniel hackett or not which um, should happen today yep um but uh but like we're setting ourselves up in case yes. that this doesn't work out and that's perfectly fine works for the broncos um you know you, you, javante williams hurt you get a little backup guy and chase edmonds that's fine too and then a fourth rounder is in 2024 like That'll do as well. Absolutely. So, good trade on the Broncos' part. Love the trade on the Dolphins' yeah, part. Yeah, because, like, you know what? Go for it. Right. Go for exactly. it. Exactly. And you're going to need that pass rush to deal with guys, like, in your division, Josh Allen. And 100%. you're going to probably see the Chiefs at some point, too, as well. So, you need that pass rush against Patrick Mahomes. 100%. And I think it's really a crapshoot after that too much. But but Lamar Jackson's the AC too, so you can put that there, you know. Just all-around great trade from the Dolphins. Like, yeah. Go for it. Like, listen, you're at, you're at a point right now because what I was bringing up, too, I was like, you have Tua still in his rookie deal. Mm-hmm. You have Jalen Waddle still in his rookie deal, which are your two best players outside of Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Um, who you already gave, you know, the money to. Right. Go like this is the time and, and you're and you're a good team. Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. Reevaluate like in two years when you have to like 
pay those guys. I, mean, I know they want to sign Chubb to a long-term deal, but he could be that other that other guy that they do it to. Right. And that can be your core. Go go for it. Yeah, this why is what they signed yet. I thought, he, I thought they would have signed. They're they're, they're 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 talking. They're they're talking. They're okay. they're, they're going to get a deal. Okay, cool. Um, but uh, but go for it. Go for it. Go That's for it this year. Go for it next year. Uh, go for it the year after. Then, if you want to, like you know, reevaluate how you want to disperse your finances and yeah. allocate, you know, funds and uh, you know, make trades or sign people, do it then. Next three years, open season for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, go, I go think so it. too, man, because like, you know, you're going to have a lot of like contracts coming up here. You're going to have Jalen Waddle coming up in a couple of years. You're going to have Tua. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're rookie deals. Yeah. So, and they're rookie deals. And Waddle is a premier wide receiver already. No, right. Tua is playing great. Fantastic. Go for it. Yeah. This, this is like, this is like your perfect scenario for teams where you're like, you have, the most important player on a rookie deal is playing well. You have uh, a premier wide receiver who isn't even your wide receiver one right. on a rookie deal. Yeah. And, like, everyone else outside of Tyreek isn't, like, a big – I mean, Teron Armstead maybe, but, like, everyone else isn't, like, a – who, like, Xavier Howard? Like, who else is, like, really, like, a big, like, you know – Javon Holland? But is he is – he, how much money is he making, though? That's what I'm saying. I'm just talking yeah, about yeah, like, like money. Odba. Yeah. Is he like he's a making decent money? De- yeah, but decent. Like what? Like eleven mil, something like that. All right, but that's that's not like absurd. No, like, that's not Byron that's not Jones. like that's not like franchise like. Byron Jones making like sixteen mil a year. Okay, like that. Okay, but that like I think like, I was gonna say he's gone. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say he, he's, he's but like, but that, but that's an easy, Fair. that's an easy fix. Fair. But like, I'm all. It's such a smart move for Miami. Like, I agree. I like agree. Too. Like, if Miami does not make it this year, I think it's gonna be based on just like inexperience with coaching. Well, and I mean, look, it, it, it's it's, it's tough. Actually, it, I don't. I do. I I love that guy. I, I mean, that dude. Like, say what you will about like his personality, which I do love, but I can understand people. It's like, just awkward. Not, I know, you know, but like. Dude is so freaking smart. He is like, smart. He, he is, is smart. so freaking smart. Look, look, just look at Tua. Like, that's Mike McDaniel. Yeah, 100%. that is Mike McDaniel. Okay, I'm not. I'm not saying I don't like him as like you know. I can understand. I can understand like him being like that personality where it's just like, like it's weird to see him get a team like ready to go. Like I know, I I you know get it, I mean? but but that's part of the reason why I love him. Maybe like, I'm being judgmental. It, it, yeah, but like that's again, that's Actually, part of the reason. I'm not maybe I am. You are, but right. like, but that, but and like, I understand that, yeah. but it's part of the reason why I love it because like those guys, they get behind him, they love that dude, they do, and, love they, him. and they, they're like, hey, he's gonna lead us into battle, and and you know what, you know, he's young and hip, he's like a McVeigh, you know, people. But guys can relate to him because he's what 34, 35. Exactly. Years he's old, one of the dudes. He's, he's one, one of the dudes. Guys. You know what? He's he's young just like you know, not everybody else in the locker room because everyone's probably between the age of like 24, 30. But anyway, he can relate. And the dude is smart as all hell. He he's a Yale dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whatever. played receiver at Yale. Like, yeah, but that's great. Um <laughs> but like but like no, like here's the thing. It's it's tough to win a Super Bowl. We all know that. But that's like it. When you, I, I feel like when you leave no stone unturned, like that's that's kind of like the best feeling in defeat where you're just like, 
you know what? Uh, we didn't get it done. You can be mad at how like they played in maybe whatever game they lose, but you can be like, hey, at least I know that the front office like put all their eggs. In. They were like, hey, we're going for it, and they gave us everything because like you don't want to be a team where like, man, if we really had that number one receiver or if we really had that pass rusher that right. we could have got, like we would have won this game. You do not want to be that team. No, Dolphins are leaving that all out where they're like. Hey, if we don't win, it's it's because the other team played at a super high level, or maybe we had an off game. But like, it's not because of the lack. Of, it's not for a lack of trying. Right. So that's, that's what right. that's what I love. That's yeah. what I love about it. Yeah. All right. So I I, I agree. I, I love the trade for both sides. Um, I just really wish Bradley Trump didn't get traded. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go to the next one. I think we can skip a couple here. Uh, if you, you have anything to say about Rashad Fenton? No. Nope. Okay. Cool. All right, moving on. Jacob, um, Jacob uh, so I'll just... I only want to talk about impact players. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, right? Uh, so let's go to the Colts trading Naheem Hines, the Bills, in exchange for Zach Moss and a 2023 six-round pick. I'm going to put this as a great move for the Bills because I think Naheem yeah. Hines was a little buried behind Jonathan Taylor. I think Naheem Hines could do it all. He could and take he return, fits. return. He could, uh, you know, catch out the backfield. He could run the ball, too, he, as well. He fits perfectly in that Bills offense. He does. And he fits and perfectly and in the Bills locker room. And he adds he adds a new dynamic that was never really there. Look, Devin Singletary has been playing great this year. I um, for For what, like, you expect from a running back in Buffalo. Um, but, like, Naheem Hines adds a whole other dynamic to that offense that they can really utilize. Right. Because, um, yeah, like, Devin Singletary can catch out of the backfield. He's made some catches and stuff. But he's yeah. not He's not that type of guy. He's not that, like, scat back, like, you no. know, your, your Darren Sproles or, like, type of oh, guy like that. Darren Sproles. But um, – There'll never be another Darren Sproles. Yeah, there probably will. But, like – Come on. There probably will. As good as he was at everything, he's great. He was a great player, but he I'm was like great at everything. He, it's not like he's Michael Jordan. Like the, the, there'll be another oh, Darren Sproles. Come on, you can't throw that. I love Darren Sproles. Like you he's can't a great throw the Michael Jordan. Thing. Darren, but I'm saying like when you say there's never going to be another Darren Sproles, there's never going to be. You'd say there's never going to be another Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like you can say, oh come on, be, you can't compare Darren Sproles. I'm not comparing him to that, but I'm comparing the situation where you can say like, dude, he could punt return, he could kick return, he could be a full time back, he could be a catch at the backfield, he could freaking run routes in the slot, he could do, he could do it all. Who does that? Naheem Hines. Oh, stop. Is he, is he, is he as Sproles. good Is he as good as Darren Sproles? Okay. No, okay, but Connor, he does you that. Can, you could put freaking Chubb out Tom. there at a slot. Tom, what? there's never going to be another Darren Sproles. I'm out. I'm in on that. I am 100% I, I'm that. giving Darren Sproles all the credit. I love the guy. He's an amazing talent. He was a great player. Right. There's other guys like him. I'm out. I'm out. What about – so, okay, so when you say – there's Let's never go ten minutes. Then. Okay, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna say, have to. You know? When you say when you say there's never gonna be another Walter Payton or another Bo Jackson or okay. Barry Sanders, we have Adrian Peterson, we have Ladanian Tomlinson, right. we have Alvin Kamara, we have Saquon Barkley. They're great players, and there's other great players that. But there's was, next generation. Was, was Adrian Peterson lining up in the slot? No, was he taking kick returns. But, but Alvin Kamara was. There's other guys. Percy Harvin okay, was. Okay, Alvin Kamara is like the closest one. Okay, but but that's my point. Is like, but there'll be other ones. There'll be other yeah, Darren. I, I have a soft spot for Darren Sproles, man. I'm not telling you not to. I'm not I, saying I'm not, I'm this not isn't. Saying you are. This isn't a. This isn't a, a, a judgment. Connor hates Darren Sproles. I love Darren Sproles. No, no, no. I legitimately love Darren Sproles. You're a lying sex. I love Darren Sproles. But, like, 
there's going to be other Darren Sproles. There, there just is. There's going to be other Darren Sproles. Joe Montana. Is there going to be another Joe Montana? That's Tom that's, Brady. That's an invalid argument. There will How? be another Tom Brady. There probably will be. There Somewhere will not be. Okay, in 50 years. When in the hell are you going to find a Michigan quarterback drafted in the sixth round that's going to win seven freaking Super Bowls? I mean, when you look at it like that, maybe there won't be. But there like, will not be. But the, the, I, I, I'm guaranteeing you in the next, you know, whatever, it's 50 years, 100 years, I don't care. Who was the there's going to be There's going to be a quarterback. There's you know going to be, I mean? there's gonna be a quarterback that's going to have, you know, Seven rings, and he's gonna be. It's it's the same thing. Right, would I go, will hold go you to that to we're in a nursing home. Okay, there will never be another quarterback. I mean, it might it might be after we're fucking long and gone. But I'm saying could be that like there's there's always gonna be another uh, like not another like personality or it's like the exact same thing. But like there's gonna be another player that does what that player but does. Darren was this. just different. You know what I mean? He was just different. He was his own guy. He was Darren Sproles. Yeah, right. and that was great. Like, but no, no other player was like that consistent on like third down scat back type of guy. Pumpkin, kick return, all this kind of stuff. I only to reiterate. I just I, I said how I feel. That's how I feel, and I, I'm gonna stick to it. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that was uh, Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines. Which oh wait, what do you give it? By the way, uh, I give it a great trade for the Bills. I don't really have a yeah. Uh, Letter grade. Um, I, mean, I don't want to give a grade. Let's just say great trade for the Bills. Yeah, and yes. like uh, a trade for the Colts. I don't like it. I, I think Chris Bell is on his way gone. Yeah, like yeah, so this, 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 this is like a, hey, we'll help you out, and sure, we'll take Zach Moss over your hands, but a conditional six-rounder. Not to say that they're not going to get. Yeah. Um, oh, my God, it is. Not to say that you're going to get like more for a Naheem Hines, but it's just like a. It's it's just like an okay like I'm like all right well what do you what's I like what's the versatility the, for the Bills offense what yeah, no for the Bills I like but yeah. the Colts I'm just like uh, what, all right what's Whatever. the you're, t- you're taking a chance on a young running back that didn't have a spot in the Bills offense so I kind of like it well I'm not, not kind of like it but I kind of understand it you know what I mean I mean I understand like getting him back because like Colts are you're done. not just giving a conditional six rounder they're done Naheem they're they're 100 done so yeah. they're just taking shots at like young players at this point you sure. know what I mean sure all right. Next trade, and I they did to... sign Naheem Hines, so that you get that. that Which, by the way, I was so I, I think I said on the last Video like not sucks. last year pause, but like pause in the past. I don't understand no, how they don't get him involved with the, no with the new deal. No sense. No sense at all. Especially with Jonathan Taylor struggling. Like, right. Exactly. I mean, the guy. I mean, the guy's struggling with like yeah. what a high ankle sprain right yep, now, yep. something like that, and probably yep. like, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, not gonna be the same throughout the whole yeah, year. Yeah. Chris Ballard. Um, yeah, God. we 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 right, we're, right, both, we're both we're both fans of we both were fans of you, but yeah, I think you uh, botched whatever you're trying to do. You did, and I think it started with the quarterback stuff. But yeah, with the trying to plug in the veteran quarterbacks and stuff, nonstop. Like, I, I think I think you know what they had too much faith in Carson, but uh, Carson didn't play that bad. The year I think they had there. too much faith in everyone that they they should they should have played Carson another year. I think sure, but like because I, I I wasn't a fan of Matt Ryan like to begin with, but I wasn't. As, as his as his career went on to like you know start going down, I was even less of a fan. I think that was a stupid trade. Yeah, it didn't make any sense to me at all. Not at all. Like not at all. Trade trade up trade up to grab a quarterback or something. Yeah, I don't do, know. Do what San Fran did, which yeah. is probably stupid anyway on their part. But hey, you know what you take a yeah, shot. Yeah, but you know what? It, it's stupid and we won't we won't stick on this. But it, it, right. and first of all, like, first off, <laughs> Trey Lance could still work out and whatever. But like. 
it's not stupid. Like it, it could be like stupid in hindsight, but it's not stupid to like right. trade up to get your guy that has potential to be a superstar. Right. Like do that. Like Absolutely. do that instead of trading consistently trading and signing for because washed they, up veterans well, that you're going to be stuck in yeah. purgatory. Yeah, they thought they were kind of like the uh, uh, the Denver Broncos. We're like they're just like a veteran quarterback away from being great. You know? Yeah, what I mean? which the, and the veteran quarterbacks are all washed up. They're not Peyton yeah. Manning. And yeah. the thing is, like, if you trade up and you get that quarterback that you have faith in, he's either going to be really good or he's going to be really bad, and yeah. then you pick the next quarterback. Well, I mean, you know what? If I'm a GM around the league, I look at the Colts situation. I look at the Broncos situation. If I'm looking to trade for a veteran quarterback, I'm like, I'd rather take my chance and trade future assets to get like that young guy who I believe in. One hundred percent. Building that, or I can so. coach. You're Frank Reich, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Um, so Connor, you know, there will never be another Darren Sproul. So anyway, we're gonna move on. <laughs> Sorry, I had that. Um, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I just want to say how stupid of a trade this was. Commanders trade cornerback William Jackson the second and a conditional 2025 seventh round pick to the Steelers in exchange for a conditional 2025 sixth round pick. So I had an engagement on our Twitter handle where it's like uh, the Steelers are going to, I mean, I'm sorry, the commanders are either going to release William Jackson or they're going to trade him. So I was like, okay, well, when that comes out, that the trade value goes to just zero at that point. So, and then someone commented on it. I forget his name, by the way. I want to give the credit, but he's like, you know what? They're probably going to get more. They're probably going to get something for him because people want to solidify, like, to be sure that they're going to get him if yep. they want him. 100%. Which I understand. But, 100%. like, at that point, you're going to give, like, a seventh or, like, you know, something stupid. Where, like, or sixth. Or sixth where the team's like, hey, at least I'm going to get something back. But yeah. it's like, to the freaking Steelers, you're two and six. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And if, we, if you're William What's Jackson. What's his deal? He, had a, he signed a $40 million deal. Right, right. And if you're William Jackson, you go from, like, a really, like, Actually, probably better better better, team, better, better situation in Washington yeah. than it Pittsburgh. is in Pittsburgh. And the thing is, yeah. Washington is kind of like – I mean, I know that it's like quarterback, you're like whatever, but like who knows? Who knows where they end up? But like Steelers like – are they are they gonna pick a quarterback this year and no. just go off Kenny Pickett already? Like no, and I'm glad you brought this up too as well because I think the Steelers should have went like another position of need and just roll the year with Mitch Trubisky, see what happened, which probably would which probably wouldn't have been good. But hey, you know what? You're still gonna go with that. You could have got a position like you're that. saying before drafting Kenny Pickett. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I'm, I'm so that I'm I'm good with right, like awesome. that. I'm good with. I, I was also. Like saying like which they did do early on, which I was impressed with. Where I was like, stop with the Mitch stuff and just roll Kenny, develop him, see what you got. And because yeah, I I don't like giving up on quarterbacks the first year, and I don't think that Kenny has played as bad as his statistics show. But like clearly, still needs a lot of work. A lot of work. Um, but also like, fire freaking Matt Canada. Why is he still? an offensive coordinator there like yeah. he's horrific he's really bad and honestly i saw first he man. might cost tomlin his oh, job i'm so glad we're talking about this actually i am so out on Najee harris done dude done he gives me trent richardson vibes I, I, what did i say yeah I, I tweeted it i tweeted did you really Najee, no, you don't have to prove it to me. I'm, like, no, no, I, I'm, yeah. I'm pulling it up right now. I'm pulling right, up the up, exact tweet. You might have liked there it. There was a clip where, like, he caught a, caught a pass out of the backfield, 
Oh, here we go. Let me say which one. On top? Uh, bro, Najee Harris makes sure. Oh, Trent Richards is seem like Bo. I did like that. You That's did true. like it. You Thank did you. like it. Thank yeah. you for showing me that. It makes Najee Harris makes Trent Richardson. They showed the stats exactly. side by side. And I'm pretty sure Trent Richardson has better stats, like through the first, like, whatever games. There's a clip on like a second and three where like Najee Harris caught a pass in the backfield. I know. And he starts Correct. dancing. Dancing. When so they need a first down. Just run forward. Just run forward. He had the first down right there. Like, but. like he just looks horrible. And they need that. And that's very discouraging. Very discouraging. Because you're looking for like a running back of that stature to lift your quarterback. You and draft you him in the first him. round. Yeah, which I thought was stupid. But anyway, you lean on him for a little bit and then you get your quarterback more acclimated. You can't even do that. You know what I mean? So. Just, yeah, just I mean that, that's a story for yeah different day. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll yeah. get into that a little more as the season goes on, but he just ugh. all right. So next trade, uh, 49ers trade Jeff Wilson Jr. to the Dolphins in exchange for a 2023 fifth round pick. I actually really love this love trade this for the trade. Dolphins. Love this trade for the Dolphins. This goes like I know my buddy texted me. It was like, why the Dolphins are just stupid? Why would they trade for him? Raheem Moster is gonna get hurt yeah. tomorrow, and also you get the familiarity with Mike McDaniel. Which exactly, is you get that. Jeff Wilson's right. had a, he's been good pretty much his whole career so yes. far, which not a lot of people saw coming. Yes, he's was, been good. Change up a pace back that you can fit in Mike McDaniel's offense where Chase Edmonds couldn't fit. Right. And I guarantee you, if I could put money on this, I and I, you know, I hope I'm wrong. I don't wish for anyone to get hurt, baby. especially because, you know, it's not like this dude has any influence on me, but Raheem Mostert is going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Right. It's a foregone conclusion. It, it you need to have you need to have someone else there. Jeff Wilson yeah. can get the job done. Great trade for Miami. This has like a, a like a friendly agreement between both organizations because of the familiarity between McDaniel and uh, Shanahan. Shanahan. Um, you know, once the once the Niners traded for Christian McCaffrey, Jeff Wilson's lost in the order at that point. So you know what? You help out. You know, Jeff Wilson and your and like the Dolphins, like your cross buddy over com- there. Cross conference, you're exactly. never going to see him. Yeah, nobody cares. You know, just let it happen. And I think Jeff Wilson's going to have a huge role in the Dolphins going forward. I think Maybe he is this too. week, and but, but the weeks, the weeks, uh, you know, I think um, he's going to have forward. a big role on their team as well. Right. All right. So my favorite trade of the afternoon was the Falcons trade the wide receiver Calvin Ridley to the Jaguars in exchange. For compensation that can rise up to a 2023 fifth round pick and the and a 2024 second round pick. Let me let I, me explain that. No, one let, me, too. let me just get oh, more. Like, okay. I, I just want to get my little bit. I want to have out on this. This is a slam dunk of a trade for the Jaguars because I I even I even tweeted this to you. I will sign up for a Kirk Ridley and Zay Jones trio in 2023 for the Jaguars to make that jump any day of the week. 100%. This is a great trade for the Jaguars. Obviously, the year started out pretty good for the Jaguars, 2-1. and one. They went to Philly, they lost, and they just lost like three straight or four straight, whatever it was. So they have their eyes set on 23. They've lo- And you know what? They've looked okay. Like, I know that, like, people, because of his hype and, like, his status, like, He's always going to be under a microscope, and people are going to judge Trevor Lawrence for a hey, not getting wins, not this and that. But, like, I've noticed – I don't know about you because I've watched a good bit of um, Jaguars games. I've noticed a considerable jump 
from Trevor Lawrence from last year to this year. I right? agree with you wholeheartedly. I really do because I do watch my my Jaguars games too as well yeah. because Dougie P. I want to see what Dougie P. does with Trevor Lawrence yeah. going forward. You know what I mean? So I, I do like what I see in Trevor. Um, they just had like a few balls not go their way yeah. and stuff like that. And that happens and stuff like that. But they are a very up-and-coming team, and you can see it. They almost beat the – The record doesn't they, show, but you can see it. They probably should have beat the Commanders. Yeah. They were a yard away from beating the Giants. Like, yeah. you know, they're, they're – and they should have beat the, the Colts. Or did um, they beat the Colts? Or was the other team? The was it the, they did lose to the Colts, actually, too, because they played – Or was it the Texans? The Texans they lost, too. Oh, did they? Yeah. That's embarrassing. But um, that was the game where they just got nothing going. But but real quick before I get into this, yeah, good. the conditions attached to this trade for Calvin Ridley, if he gets reinstated by a date, um, specific date, it's worth a 2023 fifth. Otherwise, it's for a sixth. Then for the other uh, aspect, if he makes the team in 2024, it's at least a fourth. If he hits playtime milestone, it's a third. If Jacksonville gets a long-term deal done, it's a second. Most complex conditional trade I've ever seen. By the way, Falcons, bravo. Bravo. Bravo yeah. to them, but the also bravo teams. to the Jackson, uh, Jacksonville. Honestly, I don't give a shit if I'm a Jaguar. No, no, I, no, no I, I, I don't care. I know you don't either, but like I see the potential in Calvin Ridley, and he was almost an eagle, actually, sure. before the suspension even happened. Yeah. And if that happens, A.J. Brown doesn't happen. Who but, knows at that point? But, you know what I mean? But what I'm but, saying is like also props to Jacksonville to making this absolutely. also more complex because yeah. I'm sure – I mean, the majority of this complexity is on Jacksonville's yes. side, where it's like, "Hey, like, you know, we're taking a chance." I mean, it's not really. Taking this is a, chance, a big like taking a chance, like all this stuff, like to make it work. And it's like, if it doesn't work out, then mm-hmm. they're still like well off. Yeah. They still got a decent amount of picks, but also like the implications of this deal for Trevor Lawrence and Dougie P to have Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, and you know. As much as I hate to say it, Evan Ingram, who's actually playing good football there, Travis mm. Etienne. Yeah, but but, <laughs> but I'm saying I'm I know, I just know. another guy. Like I know. I'm just trying to have they, back if, with if like they, if they, if they you know build that offensive line more, get that run game going, like that offense can be and Trevor takes another leap next year, I know, that too. offense can be scary. I know, and I'm so with it too as well. Like they I know love it. They love know, it. like you know, they're not going to go anywhere this year and stuff like that. They got their eyes set on 23, and like I am so proud of both GMs on either on both sides of this because they both made trades that benefit the both of them, in yeah. my opinion. Like that's great. Kevin Ridley's not playing for you. You get draft pick compensation, and even if the Jaguars do sign to an extension, like at some point, you're still going to get like a probably like I don't know about you, but like Kevin Ridley, I thought was probably a top tier receiver in the league. Yeah, for sure. Right, for Agreed. sure. So this it's is touchdown this is machine, just fantastic. Dougie P, I, I hope you you know you make something up this team because they have their eyes set on the right things going forward. Yeah. Um, today we talked about Giants, Kadarius Tony. Um. Do you want to talk about James Robinson for a second? Or no? Yeah. Okay. So Jaguars trade James Robinson to the Jets in exchange for the 2023 conditional fifth or conditional pick. I'm sorry, which could be a fifth or a sixth round pick. And this is great value for the Jets. Although this, like we talked about this off air a little bit, this does scream to me that they don't trust Zach Wilson enough. And by what we've seen in the last couple of weeks, they probably shouldn't. Uh, yeah. You know, losing Brees Hall to an ACL really, really sucks. Because Brees Hall was on his way to be rookie of the year. Stinks. Yeah, it they, sucks. Uh, he, uh, to be honest with you, uh, I, 
he might have and like this isn't like saying much but right. like in terms of just recent like the last couple years he was having like the best rookie running back season to like saquon agreed agreed he was I, I, like yeah. he was on track and the dude was yeah. just doing it all and he was That's a perfect he, and he was elevating that team every yes. which way he could um so just it was getting stinks, to the point man. where like the balls in his hands like something was gonna happen something was gonna happen yeah, passing that point running yeah. whatever um so really won stinks, the one game but, uh based on just like sauce's play and Brees holes yeah the play. 75 forget, yard forget what the hell of a game with who they were playing against at the time but doesn't matter either yeah. way. It really just sucks for the Jets. But uh, but I, but I like this move though for the Jeff Jets. They didn't give up uh, anything significant. And like, look, they're in a position right now. They're in a playoff position. Um, they're in a similar position to the Giants, where they're like, hey, we're not looking at like high draft picks. We're looking to really just kind of like, you know, build this culture, make some moves, like get some people to have some eyes on us to like to come here and really start like this is supposed to be the year. Cause I even think the jets were probably a year ahead of the giants in terms of like building, like, you know, they roster wise, like, you know, they've had a lot of very unfortunate injuries. Another injury, yeah. Elijah Vera Tucker, who's been a That's, rock for them. Another I like that draft pick horrific. too. I know you did too at the time. Uh, we both talked about and He's it, been like, better than yeah. even expected. He's played all over the line and he's been dominant in yes. every position he plays. Yes. But, like, another big loss for them. But, like, you know that, like, you guys got something going. You guys got a, a pretty solid roster. Yeah. and a, 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 they're, So, when I say, like, when I say they're a year ahead of the Giants, their core group is bigger than the Giants' core group. They it's very like, close. I think the Giants have more, like, top-tier talent at certain positions. Yeah. But the Jets have more, like, talent um, at – positions where I'm like, yeah, Zach Wilson's a question mark right now, but like second year, I think if we've learned anything and I don't think that Josh Allen should be the, the basis for like, you know, expecting, okay. Like people to make like turn into Josh Allen, but like to see that, like that three year growth, Right. And, you know, what you can do in that. I think – I really do think that that should be the basis of, like, you know, hey, you know, first year – and it could be different with every quarterback, but first year can be rocky, get, you know, custom, accustomed to, like, situation everything. Second year, like, you know, show some improvements, but, you know, you're still probably going to have some, like, you know, some growing pains and, and mistakes. Third year is where I want to see you take Absolutely. that leap. And, like, you know what, I'm glad you brought that up too as well because I was at – uh, you know, I was with Chris at the time, mm. and we were watching the Jets Eagles preseason game, and that's when Zach Wilson got injured. Guys, you're white. And I was like, "This shit sucks," because this is like the big jump him. year for Zach Wilson, and it's like you need like Joe Douglas needs to dictate whether this is the guy going forward or this is just another like. Well, I, not gonna pan out. I don't think it, it's the big jump year, it's but I think be. no, because this is the second year. I'm saying the third year. So I think this is the year. I, I think this year is the most important for his development into the third year because it's like it's like your junior year of high school, right? Fair. Like it's like you know, kind of the most important, but you still got to finish out senior year. Fair. So to get into college or whatever, mm -hmm. but like the like. So that year wasn't the end all. This year wasn't the end all be all in Zach Wilson, but it was the like get like show improvements. 
um, you know, get some mistakes out of the way, learn from those mistakes and then move past it. But then the third year is where you want to see that sizable improvement, not saying it's going to be Josh Allen level, but you want to see a big step up. So like maybe like year one, you take one step to year two, year two to year three. I want to see you take three steps. Agreed. And yeah, like you might not be the finished product year three. I'm not saying like, oh, like he's a pro bowler yet, but like you want to be like, take a step where like, hey, we can definitely roll with this guy. No, but you know what I didn't want to see in this year was like them making a trade to get a running back because they don't trust him yet. And that's what they did. You know what I mean? But but I also think that that has something. Times a game. Yeah, but that has something to do with their with their record. If they weren't winning as much as they were, which half of those are without Zach Wilson, but like if they weren't in a position right now, like where they're in a playoff position, they probably don't make that trade. But they have no excuse not to throw the ball. Agree. I agree. I agree. It's because they don't they don't they don't believe in them. They don't trust them. I know, but they but that's the thing is regardless if you believe in them or not, you gotta figure it out. So I think they do. Yeah. So so now that I think about it more because you got an offense right now with Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. You got Tyler Conklin, Ozuma. Uh, Uzuma. Uzuma, thank you. Who are all reliable people, yeah. and they don't throw it. Yeah, they need to. At all. They're paying Uzuma this big money. Tyler Conklin's been pretty good. Yeah, but at the, but, at, but at the same time, though, is like eventually like, – because I think they've gotten – because, again, look, it's still the first half of the year. And they've gotten wins. With, it is. I mean. No, I know. I'm not disagreeing with you the fact that it's the first half of the year. I'm disagreeing with you the fact that, like, they haven't taken that. No, 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 no. But, but I'm saying they've gotten wins based on their running game and their defense, which, like, okay, fine. Like, you can. You that's can, the league, though. But, 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 but that's what I'm saying. I was yeah. like, you can run with that for, like, you know, as long as it works. Patriots game. That It stopped working. Right. So now is, like, a time where it's like, hey, like, all right. Like, Brees Hall hurt, run game didn't work. Like, we got to start u- utilizing this, and you, we need you to, like, start elevating. So, now I and think they did now – that during the Patriot game. They did. It didn't work, but, like, it's one game. Yeah. One game. So, like, I – for the rest of the year, I want to see them really go for it. And they need to because they're in a playoff position. They want to make the playoffs. They want to, like, right. you know, start well, the what beat. they got next. They got the Bills. Sure, but, like – and then they you, got the Dolphins. But you can, yeah, but even if, like, you, you know, you lose those games, you can lose them and still have, like, you know, you want to say moral victories. I don't believe moral victories. You, you can have moral victories in those games where you're like, hey, we really showed something, like, you know. Just don't turn the ball over. Exactly. That's it. That's all I need Well, don't do. turn the ball over, but also move the ball downfield. Right. Yeah. Right. And maybe it's – I don't have much evaluation. I want to just I see feel like it. I was too hard on Zach Wilson, but at the same time, it's like mm. let listen. I am with with him. Uh, I am not doing a game by game basis. I want to like see by the end of the year did he make improvements towards the end? Not good so far. No, 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 it's not. No, but no. I, but like but I'm like I'm not I'm not done with the evaluating because he he's not great pass he, he, he's not going. Because he shows enough flashes where you're like, hey, there's something there. But, like, and I want to see. I know. He's got an arm. I love his arm. He has, like, he is like a clone of Mahomes in, like, yeah. mechanics. 
and stuff where I'm not saying that he will ever be anything close to Patrick Mahomes. He can, he can but like, and like launch exactly, it exactly. Like he, he has, really he has that ability yeah. and that scramble ability too. But like, yeah, he's got to hone it down. But like, I want to see by the end of the year, did he make some solid improvements? Like not, you know, gargantuan jumps, but like, I mean, if he does great, but like, I want to see like, you know, slow and steady improvements. And then next year is where I want to be like, okay, this is a new quarterback. And if he's not there, that's when I start to have like a, you know, if I'm GM, like talking like, Hey, you know, we'll see where this year goes. Um, But, you know, if we're in a position to get another quarterback, we should definitely um, look into it. Um, If not, like, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. They may but... be in a position much like the Giants that they played themselves out, but the Giants I don't think need a quarterback right now. I think no, <laughs> but but that's what I'm saying. Like it, it depends on like how desperate you are. Like, are we in a position where we need to get a veteran, or we need to trade up for a quarterback, or are we okay with like, hey, we can work with this for now, but we know eventually we're going to need to move on. We're not signing him to a long term deal. That's essentially the case. Okay, which is where the Giants are right now, where. They're like, hey, at the very least, like, we know that we can work with Daniel Jones. But do we know if, you know, and like, you know, right now, too, it's not even that like long term extensions coming up, but like they might extend him, but it's not like they're offering him. You know, Jones? Yeah. I'm saying like yeah. right now they, they might extend him. Right now. I know, but but they're not going to, it's not going to be a long term deal. No. Like, two, they, three years, they, you know, probably, hopefully, two years. Yeah, like, do, yeah. like I don't want to go more than two, yeah. but even three gives you more time. Three, you can get out of it. So, yeah. like, you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, I'd be, I'd be happy with that. But, and just piggyback off of what you said, I was kind of thinking to myself for a second. Like, if I'm the Jets, the Jets have a very young roster, so I think I would trade those assets to get that young quarterback and build this team with. And then you can fill in the veteran spots as the free agency goes on and that kind of stuff. But we're but we're talking a year, year two away though. I'm not I'm not doing that right now. Yeah. You're not doing your due diligence if you just like give up on a talent right away because you can look at the bills. He's been so bad though. I, I, he has but he's like so but but like let's look at Josh Allen. I know but he's not gonna I'm, I'm not saying that he's going to make the Josh Allen jump, but he doesn't need to. But I'm saying, like, what if the Bills gave up on Josh Allen after two years? Uh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, but Josh like, Allen, you can at least see, you know, you got the size, the run ability. But you can see, but you can, he's but you can see, of an arm. but you can, but, but you can see the things that with Wilson. It's different. You've got to fix the decision making. Exactly. Josh Allen exactly. had all that. It was all the accuracy. I know, and it, it's it's tough to do. I mean, accuracy is very tough to fix too. But and like, I've said that. You're thinking about how you like mentally develop players. Sure. And, and Zach's not doing that. But that and that's a lot of that's coaching. Like they got to get that dialed in on him. A hundred percent. Like I agree with you, but I'm saying you don't want to give up on it too early. Like you're right because you're not because you, you because don't. you're not in a position where even if you do give up give up on it too early, where are you at? Yeah, like where yeah. are you at then? Because yeah. like it's like okay, well, what's gonna happen now? Like I don't I, know. I agree. No, like, I hear you. You trade up for a quarterback. <laughs> you know, you could. Like, I mean, you could do that. Like it, it's not like it hasn't been done in the past, and it's not like it hasn't worked in the past. But like they're gonna end up with like a like a twelve to fifteen like pick in the draft, and they could trade up. But San, the thing is, they. San Fran did it. But the thing is, San Fran also had a filled up roster. 
Their roster was stacked. They're getting there. I know. They're all, and, and the Jets are getting it, but they're not there yet. So, like, yeah. you – in ideally – You'd want to build up. You want to get those other roster pieces in place. And then by the time that Zach Wilson's either you're ready to be like, okay, he is the guy, he's there, or he's not, then you're a quarterback away. And you're like, okay. Like, what's your ceiling for Zach Wilson? Where do you see him? What do you mean, like, my ceiling is? Like, like, where do you, like, right now? Like, top quarterback? No, like, what do you see him developing into? Like, you could even go top quarterback, like, type of thing like that. You could do that too, as well. Just like I just want to know, like where do you see, like where do you see any positives in this game? Like, do you see anything? I definitely, says- I definitely see positives because of like the different tools that he has. Like, I, I, I can see like if you can fix that decision making, which I've seen be fixed before in other quarterbacks. Like, if you can like do that, like if we're talking ceiling, like. I could see a top 10 quarterback, but that's ceiling. But yeah, but like how many quarterbacks reach their ceiling is by saying like, like in terms of his ability, he can absolutely be a top 10 quarterback, but he has a long way to go. And the chances of him getting there are, I wouldn't say slim, but they're, they're lower. It's a lower probability than it is more likely. Agreed. I see what you're saying. Like I do. Cause like you see, you're saying ceiling. Like, you see what I see. Like, yeah, you see I, the I, arm talent. You see all that kind of stuff. But is he going to have enough time to get there? Uh, I mean, I, I really think he like I. I, I, I but but again, time time to get there. And yeah, everyone develops at a different pace. But like, if, if you're not there, but I'm not saying like year three is definitive. Like that's like you know give up on him or or you're long term dealing him. But like. Year three is where I want to see at least a, a a significant jump where maybe he's not there yet, but you're at the point where you're like, you know what? Well, we can – because let's put it this way. If Zach Wilson has a significant jump next year um, based off of this Jets roster, you would expect them to be uh, – Probably, if not a playoff team, like a bubble playoff team, but have like be a middling team for sure. You know what? Like, let me, let me rephrase it this way. What have you seen that has improved from year one to year two in Zach Wilson? Uh, footwork, um, pocket awareness. Um, I think, I think his, uh, believe it or not, I think that his confidence and like um i don't want to say swag but like his like he looks like he is like you know he's not like gun shy or he's he's, 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 he's the opposite shy. he's the opposite he's of that yeah shy. which is the problem but like <laughs> but he he looks like he, he he really does look like he fits like he's like i'm where i belong and like i like i know like this is my this is my spot like I'm in a good feeling, like being in the pocket. He doesn't seem rattled or anything. He just seems to make dumb, like last second decisions where he he throws the ball away or, or throws the ball not away, but like throws the ball to a defender or overthrow, like where it's just like you know what were you thinking there? But he doesn't seem like he like he's like a panic guy because you see like there's different quarterbacks like that where he seems a little bit more comfortable but he's still it's decision it, the decision making is the big one for me yeah you know i'm listening to what you're saying and i, I can't say i wholeheartedly disagree but at the same time it's like i just don't see the growth it's not no well 
Let me, let, me, let me let me say it's not vast improvements. No, no, I don't it, see, like I don't see any. Improvements. I, I'm saying I'm saying like I see slight improvements, but the thing is, the slight improvements don't mean that much because like the 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 tools are always there. The arm talent, the footwork. Um, and this is not on the, him, by the, the athletic way. ability. This is not all on Zach Wilson. It's not like a, sure. like atomic. I hate. Zach I, know, Wilson. I know. I know. I know. This I know. is on a Lafleur situation too, as well, because you got to scheme plays to get players like more involved. They need to like that. That that I think and is like, the biggest and like, issue. No pun intended. Not even just more involved in general, but Elijah more involved. But 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 that's what I'm saying. There's like. I think that's the biggest issue right now mm-hmm. because I agree. First off, like we saw their chemistry last year. We did. This year they have none. No. They're not getting him involved. And you know what? Guys like that that are in the slot, those are your guys. Like when things yeah. aren't going right, like the guys to get you going, to Absolutely. get you going, like those slant around. Like, so I don't know what's going on with that situation, but and he has flashes, you know, he does. He does I have know. flashes, like touchdown pass he threw to Tyler Conklin in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Tyler Conklin was like all draped over, but he threw yeah. him in a spot where only Tyler Conklin could get, get it, it, and yeah. he got it. Yeah. So he does have like flashes like that, but yeah. at the same time, I, it's like. But but there's a bottom line on Zach Wilson. That's it. Um, definitely worried about him, um, but uh, not giving up. Not giving up on him. Uh, just no, yet. no, I'm not. I, there, I'm, 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 I'm waiting another year, but uh, definitely, close. definitely like concerned. Yeah, my my meter's close. Yeah. but I am, I am at the concern. Yeah, I, I'm usually a, I'm usually a three year guy. All right, and that's fair. And then you honestly, you have more patience than I do, but like, I don't know, maybe. It depends where the teams are too. Like that's where, true. where the teams are, like that's what I'm saying. Like the Jets they have a winning record. The Jets have a winning record right now. So. They're giving them tools. I mean, you know, they drafted off of the line. Oh, yeah. in the first round. Mackay Beckton. I mean, he can't he can't stay healthy. But we just went, went on about Elijah Vera Tucker. Um, well, which we got Morgan the, Moses coming over from the Vera, from the, Vera Tucker also after the year. But he is. Yeah. But you know, he was playing good. Being at that time, they didn't really trust Zach Wilson, but. They got Moses coming over, and I thought, and me and you can both attest to this. We liked Morgan Moses. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I like him. As oh no, I, I think they're giving. It's not. It's not a question of them not giving him help. They've absolutely given him help. Um, I, 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 but they don't trust them. I know, but they, but they, look, they don't have an option. They need to like be like, hey, go for it. The, the problem is they are winning. But when I say that's the problem, like it's not the problem that like, it's, it's, it's not the problem that they're winning, but it's the problem that's holding them. They're holding him back because they feel held back because they're like they're so like right. oh we don't want to do this. So let me throw it this way too as well. So the Eagles last year, right? They mm-hmm. uh, came out of the bye week and they're like you know what we made Jalen throw the ball too much. We got to start running the ball, right? And you can only go so far with that. It's that's it's not the way the NFL that it is nowadays. You yep. don't need to know that. I'm just saying just for my point here. Yep. And at some point, this way of winning for the Jets was the two running back, you know, tandem, which was, whether it was Brees Hall and – It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. I 100% agree. I, but I 100% agree with you. Yes. I, I, I'm saying that eventually you need to realize that you need to look hard in the mirror and be like, do we care so much about this year or do we care about long-term sustained success? We care about long-term sustained Exactly. Success. So I'm like – the reason that they're not like trying much or being like super like, you know, out there and they're being like ultra conservative and stuff and maybe holding him back a bit is because they have a winning record. Right you now. know what I didn't like too mm. is this is psyche as well. 
was after the game against the Patriots, the reporters asked him. Yeah, did not like that. Like, was this was this loss on you? And he said, no, this loss was not on me. And I, I like he said he said like a long like answer and stuff like that. But basically, like the circle around the answer was no, it did not. But it did. It did fall on him because because I mean, he couldn't. The, here's the Patriots the th- stopped the running game, and he well, couldn't rise to the. And, and regardless of that, like here's the thing: is like you're the leader. Like yes, even if it's not like that's that's one thing again that like say what you will about the guy, but Baker like Baker Agreed. would would be like I gotta be better. Yes, Baker would be like I gotta be better. Would never put it on Odell and his dad going at him. He was like, you know what, like. Not that's that's them, like, yeah. but like, I gotta play better, yeah. Like, d- like that right there, and he like, that shit he does. Baker gets a bad rap for like, he always got a bad rap because everyone compared him to Manziel when I was like, he was never like Manziel. No, he had like, he had maturity, and you saw it in interviews and him talking, like, yeah, like, everyone's like. Oh, we got arrested. I'm like, he got arrested because he ran away because he panicked. Got you got something stupid. How many times in your adolescent phase could oh. you have gotten arrested? And you didn't, right? Well, I don't even mean anything. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, we don't need to get all this right now. But, but the amount of times I could have gotten arrested on my adolescent stage has never happened. I mean, yeah, like, wrong place, wrong time. Shit yeah, exactly. That's you know literally what, I mean? what happened. But I'm not even going to get into the whole Baker thing right now right. because that's just a whole other story. But it I'm is. saying. Like leadership wise, like you want to show that maturity where it's like, listen, I, you don't even just say it's it's your fault or not your fault. You just say, look, I got to do a better job to get the team a win because yeah. he needed to do a better job to get the team a win. He didn't, and they lost. Right? Is, is it all on you? Of course, it's not on all on you. But you take like you take responsibility for losing that game because you could have done a better job. You lost the game by what uh, five points? You could have won the game. You could have won the game, so you take that responsibility. But Agreed. Agreed. let's move on. No, yeah, okay, good. I think we had a good argument there. I really like. I really. Liked it. I don't really think it was much of an argument. I think it was well, like, I mean, you know, good back and yeah, forth there. Yeah. I, I like it. All right. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> I let's haven't argue. cursed in a while. Let's, <laughs> let's argue. Yeah. All right. So we got <laughs> no Jameis Winston. There will never be another goddamn Darren Sproles. I can't wait. All right. So uh, we got what one. Two, three, four, four more trades to look into. We already Three-four. touched on Deion Jones. Um, yeah, we did. So we're not gonna uh, talk about that. Robbie Anderson, we already uh, briefly uh, touched uh, on. I don't care. Yeah. Um, you want to want to take a break for a second? We'll go into the last four, and then we'll yeah. Okay, let's do that. All right, we'll take a break for a second. We'll go into our last four trades really quick, and then we'll go into our picks for the week. A premier draft pick for a replaceable wide receiver who's not a wide receiver one. No. You don't start there for a team that's built like the Bears are. No, that's fair. Start... Like the compensation, I do not agree with that. Yeah, so that, the compensation and the player, like, yeah. if, if you're going to go for it, go for it and grab a receiver. If you're going to get a wide receiver, a fringe 2-3 guy, like, just wait. Just wait. Like, it's not like you're getting Devontae Adams to help develop Justin Fields more. You're getting Chase Claypool, who, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I've said before, like, he, he has talent. He shows flashes. Like, he's he's a fine player. But is he really going to elevate Justin Fields, like, that he hasn't already shown in the past couple games? I don't think he is. No, but he does get that little safety blanket underneath 
as a slot receiver, and he sure. does fight for yards. And all sure, that kind of stuff. I, I am not saying that his impact will be zero. I'm saying, does his impact meet what you gave up for him? And then, no, a second. And ago. then, does his impact meet where you are going to be as long as he is with the team? I, yet to be seen, but like I certain certainly do not believe that Chase Claypool will be on this team when the Bears are good again. No, you're right. You, it, it does need to be seen. And 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 then piggybacking off of that is I don't think. Let's just say Justin Fields turns into elite quarterback. Right. Which I is, am which not going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. I am not going to look back and say, "Well, thank God they traded for Chase Claypool." all those years back because that's what really turned him into an elite quarterback. No, that's right. I, I, I'm just yeah. not going to, I'm not going to think that. I'm not going to think that. No, I know. I know. But, but would it have helped? Maybe. My, like a minor amount. And if it, if it's wrong, if I'm wrong, it's going to show. Right. And so I'll be like, wow, I was wrong. Like if I'm wrong, it's going to show. It's not going to show this year. It'll show next year. And like, that's just okay. me. Well, you know but if it shows next year and they draft two stud receivers or sign a stud receiver, then what was the point in the first place? Fair enough. Fair enough. That's 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 all I'm saying. There. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's move on to picks. Want to do that? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we got no Giants game this week. Uh, let me go to my awesome FanDuel app here. Uh, let's go to NFL and. So with the Giants game, we can start off with the Eagles game, right? Tomorrow night, sure Eagles are favored by 14 points against the uh, Houston Texans. The Eagles actually opened up nine-point favorites against the Texans, and it has climbed since. So what does that tell you? There's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. The Eagles might not play well because they're on a short week and they're flying uh, you know, down to Houston and stuff, but this is a homecoming for Jalen Hurts. Um, he's from Houston, uh, grew up in Houston. So I think this is. He even said this has always been a dream of his to play in the stadium to go against the Houston Texans. Um, just you know, kind of like one that you know pinch me. Like I want to make sure this is a real type of moment. Um, Eagles are gonna win this game. Uh, do you want to do scores? You want to do that, or you want to? I'm gonna go with. Okay, right. we're gonna do that. Let's do scores. A familiar score, thirty-five, thirteen. Okay, fair enough. I'm gonna go with. I think the Eagles are gonna put up a forty burger. I think they're gonna do forty-two. To 17. I was thinking 42 before, but then I was like, I feel like towards the end of the game, they're just going to like, nah. Yeah, enjoy like your little mini bye week. Run, you guys are freaking like, you know, I'm so proud of you guys. Hand the ball off to Kenny G and Boston Scott, gain a few yards, roll clock down. They're yeah. not going to try to like. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm not I'm not scared of this game, but I am, I am a, like, I don't know. The short week and the flight just gets me. Yeah. But anyway. Okay, let's go to Indy. Uh, let's go to New England. So Indianapolis visiting the New England Patriots. In, uh, New England is favored by five and a half points. Um, Sam Ellinger's plan. Jonathan Taylor might not play either. Uh, I'm gonna go New England. I'm yep, gonna, me too. I'm gonna pick uh, twenty-one. I think it's gonna be lower scoring. Twenty-one ten. Yeah, I have uh, twenty-one thirteen. Patriots okay. and Patriots uh, right back in it. They <laughs> are, mean, man. It just I thought that. I mean, we uh, like I've thought for the last few years, not not like Tom. Tom is giving the Patriots credit, uh, but uh, I thought the last few years was like, okay, this is finally the end. Um, last year didn't turn out the way um, I imagined it, and they were a 
competitive team. Yeah. And then this year I was like, okay, yeah, no, this is it. Um, and yeah, here we are. What I will say is I'm glad that the Patriots like got Mac Jones to be the starter and like that's it. I hate that two quarterback conference. You know how I feel about that. I can't stand it. I think it. we all know how Tom feels. Yeah, about I, I, I just, I, I, God, I get so mad when I see those two quarterbacks rolling out there. But anyway, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with this. I think I'm gonna make this fun, right? So we're gonna go Buffalo Bills visiting the New York Jets in MetLife this weekend. Connor, what do you think the point spread is? Twelve and a half. Are you cheating? Yeah, I'm looking at it. Oh, get rid of it. I want. I want. I want. Oh, to I'm test looking. You I'm looking at the. Get rid of it. Okay. Get rid of it. Exit out of it. Exit. All right. Oh, All right. Good. There you go. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So, um, yeah, Bills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go Bills 35-20. I'm gonna. I was gonna go Bills 34-20. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So we got Miami Dolphins visiting the Chicago Bears. Connor, what's the line? Uh, I'm gonna go ten and a half. Five. Really? Miami, Miami's favored by five, which I think is low. Yeah, that's pretty low. Yeah, I agree with you at the ten and a half, yeah. honestly. Um, I feel like ten and a half was being pretty nice. Exactly, especially with the Chicago yeah. Bears have done, man. They got rid of Robert Quinn. Um, they Roquan got Smith. Roquan Smith going away. The but they defense. got Chase Claypool. So oh, yeah, 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 Chase Claypool, yeah. Uh, Dolphins, uh, they're going to cover that spread easily. Uh, five. If, if anybody's betting on this game, I think this might be part of my parlay to uh, have the Dolphins cover. Um, so I think I'm going to pick the Dolphins. I'm going to go 31 to 13. I have 28-17 Dolphins. There. All right, we got the Green Bay Packers going to Detroit. Connor, what's the spread? Do you like this, by the way? Is this, is this fun? Seven and a half. Three and a half. Really? Right? You kind of like these like little parlays going with the home. So it's three points. So, I mean, I'm close. Basically, like, a pick all, yeah. yeah, basically a pick Well, no, Detroit's a home, right? Detroit is at home. So it'd be oh, three and a half. You're right. So I'm, right. I'm so closer to it. I'm about, like, I'm about like a point off. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, okay. You know what? I like that. Yeah. You know what? You suck. All right. <laughs> so we made didn't do anything with the deadline. They look terrible. They got to rebound at some point, right? Gotta be, it's got to be this week. It's got to be this week. It's got to be this week. All right. So they're they they on a three-game losing streak for the first time in like – Correct. Yeah, three-game losing streak. For, for first four. Time, four, four. Game, four game losing yeah, streak yeah, for the first – well, the three game was like first the first time since time. 2006. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to pick Green Bay. I think they're going to turn around this game, um, but I don't think it's going to look easy. So I think this line tells me. Well, I mean, Detroit. Yeah, okay, fair. It's a good line. Uh, 24 to 14 Packers. I like that one. I'm you like that? 14. Awesome. All right. So we've got the Vikings visiting the Commanders. Uh, Connor, what do you think the line is this game? I'll guess mine. About, we'll reverse this next week. Uh, I'm going to go with four and a half, three and a half, four and a half. I'm going to go four and a half. Three In and favor a half. of? Vikings. You're going to go which one? Three and a half. Vikings. Correct. Let's go. Dude, that's Let's freaking go. amazing Let's right go. there. Awesome. So Vikings are favorite three and a half traveling to FedEx Field, which is the worst stadium in the NFL. Yes, it is. Um, I'm going to go Vikings. I think the Taylor Heineke Magic runs out. I'm pretty high on the Vikings, so. Uh, I'm going to go Vikings. Uh, I think they're going to cover. I think it's going to be a 27 to 17. Okay. Yeah. I got 27 21 Vikings. Fair enough. Okay. You gave them a little more credit. I like that. Yeah. All right. So, Carolina Panthers visiting the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati freaking looked terrible on Monday night, by the way. And I was very pissed at them. 
They're uh, just one of those teams this year where it's like they either got it or they don't. Yeah, so – I know what? Jamar Chase is out, but, like, yeah. come on. I had this conversation with our buddy Sunday during this. He's like, Jamar Chase is out, man. You can't, you can't like – I mean, but he has reliable options. Right? There, there, there is no – Tyler Boyd. There is no excuse, like – And how many years are we going to go without giving them offensive line? Like, well, honestly – they have they're just underperforming like okay. they went out they got Lowell Collins they got Alex Kappa Fair. like you know they have Jonah Williams like there's guys there they're just not performing so I'm not blaming the the Bengals front office for their lack yeah. of trying yeah. but they're just not performing at that level also Miles Garrett and Jadavion Klein is a tough task yeah yeah that's, so that's, that's fair but 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 at the same time like I mean like my, my thing, like Burrow, like you're you're that guy, like I mean, o- overcome. Yeah, you got at you a certain to. point, like, and even like you know, even in defeat, like it's one thing, but like thirty-two to thirteen, yeah, like get a tight end and chip one of the guys or something. Thirty-two like to thirteen with a, a garbage time touchdown to T Higgins, like yeah. By the way, which why didn't they do it all game? You know, T.A. can muscle that. Does, doesn't right? make any sense. That doesn't make any, doesn't sense. Make any sense. All right, so uh, Bengals. I'm going to say the spread is four and a half. Maybe five and a half. Seven and a half. Okay, all right. Do you, want the, do you think the Panthers cover that? Maybe. It's in Cincinnati. I hope they don't because I have the Bengals defense this week. So I hope that. They don't cover. I think that, Panthers. I think Panthers cover. They might. I mean, DJ Tucker is uh, he's feeling the group with DJ Moore. Yeah, I'm, I'm. You know what? I'm feeling that. I'm gonna go Panthers cover. I think it's gonna be a score of 2017. Bengals. I like that score too. I'm gonna go with 26 to 17. 26 17. Okay, so Panthers Bengals cover in your mind. Yeah, they cover. All right, math. <laughs> All right. So, um, so we got. The well, they chart. don't. They don't cover there. They do twenty six seventeen. Yeah, seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half. They cover. That's nine points. Yeah. So they the the, the spread seven and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah sorry, math. Sorry. And, uh, we're, we're both amateurs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we got the Chargers going to Atlanta to face the Falcons. And Connor, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think I'm liking the Falcons, man. So. I am going to be boring. Okay. I'm going to pick the Chargers, but the score is 27-24. And my score is indicative of how close the game will be. And I feel like it's going to come down to, like, the wire where the Falcons have every opportunity to win. And just shame on the Chargers. You know what? I kind of hope they lose. So they can fire Brandon Staley. And Sean I am Payne goes over done. there, dude. Oh, please. Yeah. Please. Yep. I am done with Brandon Staley. I am too. Done with him. What's the spread this game, by the way? Uh, three and a half. In favor? Chargers. It's three. So you're right at the push. You are right at the push. Okay. Three. Yeah. So... All right. Yeah. You're right there, dude. Yeah, That's yeah, perfect, yeah, dude. Your yeah, score was 27-24. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going to go freaking Falcons, dude. I think the Falcons win this game. I think it's going to be a score of no J.C. Jackson, even though he's played terrible. Joey Bose is still out. Which I really do think that that ankle 
what like I think it happened. Yeah, I, agree. I mean that. First off, that like what the extra bone like back yeah, there, yeah, something like, like that. That sounds like a very painful. It does. It like, does. Hampering. Injuries. I think he's better than what he's shown, and yeah. it, it's not probably not going to show this year. But next year is the big year for the Chargers. I yeah. think. So I'm going to pick the Falcons to win this game. I think it's going to be a score of thirty to twenty-seven. Okay. It's going to be close. Okay. Um, now we got the Vegas Raiders going into Jacksonville to play the Jaguars, who made a decent trade this weekend. Not going to help them out this Sunday, but that's okay. Uh, Connor, what do you think the spread is this game? I'm interested. It's at Jaguars. Yeah, correct. Raiders didn't score a point last week. Vegas is low on them. Two and a half. In favor of? The Raiders. Well, close, but it's one and a half. Okay. Yeah. So, um, did the Raiders rebound this week? I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the Raiders rebound. I am not. Ah, here we go. All right. I'm so going to go with my score first. Okay. All right. So, Raiders are going to win this game. I think it's going to be 21 to 17. I have 24 21 Jaguars. Ooh, beautiful. Wow. 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 Ooh. All right. So, we got the Seattle Seahawks going to Arizona. Connor, what's the spread, baby? Hit me. Four and a half. In favor? Seattle. Wrong. Really? Minus two in favor of the Cardinals. Okay. I am slapping that line against the Seattle Seahawks. So that's that's one. That's essentially like one in favor of Seattle. Um, Arizona. No, no, no. But they're at home. So they get three points for being at home. Arizona's at home. I know. Arizona's at home. Um so, yeah, I, I mean, I'm going with Seattle on this that one. That may be part of my parlay, too, as well. I'll have an announcement, like, on Sunday and everything, but I love Seattle yeah. this game. I'm going to go 27. Shit, I hope Seattle wins this game. Dude, because, I'm going. like, right now, for as, like, a Giants fan, yeah. I need, like, division winners to, like, step it up and, like, get those yeah. division wins. Yeah. I'm going to Seattle 27, maybe 14, maybe 17. I'm going to go 17, 27-17. I, I think Kyler Murray sucks. You know how I feel about him, so. I have 26-23 Seattle. Okay, close, close. There you go. All right, so now we got the Rams traveling to Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers. And, Connor, tell me this line. This is an interesting one. One and a half. No, it's a pick em, pretty much. You got Tampa Maybe. Bay favored by three. I was going to say. At like, home. I was like, one, one and a half is close to it then. But I was like, it's, that's, that's close. It is close. Um, yeah, I have Tampa Bay winning this game. Um, I have it as a score of 27-21 Tampa. I'm going to go – you know what? I'm close to that too as well. I'll make it – actually, you know what? I'm going to mimic you. I'll go the same thing. Is is that that wrong? I don't care. But I agree with you. I think the LA Rams suck. And this is the game where Tampa gets right a little bit. Although, dude, their pass rush is going to struggle. Actually, it might be in favor of the Rams here because they just lost Shaq Barrett. That Rams offensive line, I don't care. Devin yeah, White, true. Devin White's going to eat. Vita Vey might have his day. Might have his day. Devin White going to eat. He's been terrible this year. Devin White? He's been terrible. He's made some – he's had some – I mean, that, that defense hasn't been good, but he's had good games. He had a terrible game against the Ravens. I, I know. know but, he saw his phone breakdown. Yeah, yeah. But but he's had, he's had games where he's been, like, the bright spot of that defense. So, I think that – He's going to get it together for this game. I hope so. I hope so. Because let's put the Rams to sleep. <laughs> I don't know why. Rams are. 
All right, so now we got uh, Tennessee Titans visiting the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead Sunday Night Football. Connor, what's the spread this game? What do you think it is? Five and a half. Twelve and a half. In favor really? Of the wow. I think Tennessee covers. Well, I think it depends. Is Malik Willis playing? That's true. Yeah. Are they going to actually have him throw the ball? They, like, yeah, right. Seriously, dude. Like, I even started Malik Willis. I was like, they might they might let him loose a little bit, but they didn't. Yeah. Um, I'll pick the Chiefs. I think they might oh. even. If, if Malik Willis is playing this game, I don't think they have him throw at all. Or they might because they might get behind early pretty fast. I'll pick the Chiefs, but I think I think Tennessee covers. I totally forgot that Malik Willis is probably playing, so that affects my spread um, That's check okay. there. But yeah. like, yeah, I think this is gonna be like 34-13. Yeah, you know what? I'm right there with you. I was gonna pick like 35. I, you know what? I'll make I'll make it I'll make it a little different because I chose the same score you did. Uh, I'm gonna pick 38 to probably 17 in favor okay. of the Chiefs. Okay. Um, hold on, I lost my sports book because I. And done. Okay, let's go to home. Wait, one more game. I think it was Saints Ravens. Um, and I think if I can remember correctly. Oh wait, NFL. Hold on, here we go. Technical difficulties. Um go down. Okay, so we got Saints visiting the Ravens and Bolt and oh, I'm sorry, reversed. The Ravens visiting the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. Connor, what's the spread? Eight and a half. Nine and a half. Uh, you love these spreads. I do. You should make this part of your parlay because you think it's going to be higher, but it's not. So every time the, the problem is where, where I do the spread, like I like mixing spreads and over under, but you can't do that. Right. So that's what annoys me because I don't like doing full spreads. Like, because I like picking like some spreads and like, oh, like over under here and like money on, but you can't do it. Which we'll, we'll switch it next. Which week, doesn't right? make any yeah. sense why you can't. I don't understand it. Right. But um, so the spread is uh, Ravens are favored by two and a half points. Really? Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's so, more like five and a half, correct. but like still, like that's it. That's. I'm slapping that Raven the money line. Yeah, that day. that one. That all one all freaking day. I'm slapping the money line. I'm slapping the spread. I'm yeah. slapping every anything. <laughs> yeah, everything. On. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna pick the Ravens on this one. I think the Ravens are gonna win this game by a score of twenty. No, I'm sorry, thirty to. Uh, who's playing quarterback for that? I mean, it's Tunch Davis, right? It's gonna Andy. be Andy Dolan, right? Uh, Ravens got a revamp of Roquan. I have a lot of faith in Roquan. Ty's Bowser know. come back too. Yeah, Ty's and Ojabo. I, I don't know if Ojabo is gonna play this week. I'm but so excited I, to see I, him. Me too. But yeah. um, I but Ty's Bowser will play um, unless there's any like setback. But Mark Andrews might not play, but Isaiah likely fills right great. in. Right in. He's I picked him up in our league. Good. Um, he fills right in. Um, but yeah, it could hamper things a little bit. Um, so I'm going to go with 23-17 uh, Ravens. I'm going to go with a bigger one, 30-14 Ravens. Okay. All right, awesome. So, Connor, that completes our podcast this week. We had a lot going back and forth, and I really I really like that too yeah. as well. It, it makes it fun. Uh, I will be does. live tweeting uh, from our Beers on the Gridiron handle, which is on Gridiron or at on Gridiron on Twitter. So I hope everyone, you know, get engaged with that. I've been getting a lot of engagement there, which is which is awesome. So 
that, that that's great. Um, I'm gonna probably spam Twitter tomorrow night yes. with the Eagles, even though I don't have to. But, but do it. I'll also be watching the Phillies tomorrow night because the Phillies are in the World Series, man. I didn't mention it before, and that's awesome. Um, what a great time to be a Philly sports fan. They could very much get it done. They I could, mean, man. They have. They really do have that magic going with them right now. They so. do, man. They do. And I, I got Aaron Nola on the mound. I don't know the score right now. Let's just hold on, double check because I know we're both very interested in this. Uh, I think it's still zero zero. Yeah, still zero zero. Okay, that's cool. But Aaron Nola's on the mound right now. I hope they win because they're part of my parlay tonight. I got what was it? Philly Sixers winning, and then I got I got a parlay going with the Knicks game too as well. I think it's like RJ Barrett over fifteen points tonight. Yeah, what's he got? Well, he had ten last time I checked. They're getting they the thing that pissed me off. They I were dominating fifteen too. They were dominating early, but then they blew it. Now they're losing by like twenty five points. Really? Ah, oh, yeah. damn it! But um, let's what, see. What's Barrett? Uh, and, our, and uh, give me Julius Randle. Barrett's at 14. Randle's okay. at 13. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I think I got some from the other the other side, too. There's well. five minutes left. Oh, God. Dude, I had another parlay going oh, last man. night. I had Booker with over two threes, which he had two, which is good. That, that's, a, that's, that's, that's good there. Chris Paul over 10 points, which he had like 14 or 15 or something like that. And then I had, um, oh, my God. Carl uh, Anthony Towns with over two made threes. He had yeah, three like last that. night. And then I had D'Angelo Russell over 10 points, and he had five. Uh, dude, just kill me, man. Just kill Stings. me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do good some of these times. Anyway, oh, let's get the so fuck close. out of here, yeah. man. We'll continue this next week. Um, you know, same time, same place. Um, yeah, so enjoy the games this weekend. Enjoy the Eagles going 8-0 tomorrow night. Hopefully, I don't come back to bite that in my ass. <laughs> You know, because you never know if the Eagles don't show up for a game. Not but, to the Texans. Though. You don't know, man. I, I don't count anything out, dude. I'm trying, shouldn't. You I'm shouldn't. trying to stay humble. You, know? you have I'm to. I'm trying to stay humble. You have to. You know, Expect so. a loss every week. You get a comfortable week this weekend. You get to watch the NFL, which is I, awesome. I love it. Yeah. Especially great. when my team's We both do, too. technically, on Sunday. That's true. Yeah, maybe That's we should go to yeah. bar or something like that. We'll see, what, see what's going on. Maybe I'll come by you. We can check out the new bars, uh, new bars, but the bars over by my house. We should actually do that. There, there's, there's like a beer garden. But actually, I want to show you. But we should do that. All right, let's do that. Let's do that. All right. So anyway, this is uh Tom Tommy Tomatoes and kind of cat signing off and uh, regular send off. Peace. Peace.